everyone remain calm. Back for more, huh? Oh, yeah. Ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. But then later there's running and then screaming. Somebody talk to me! What is happening? Welcome to Jurassic World. And now, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Jurassic Park Podcast. <laughs> How long is it going to take for that to spread around the globe? This was all John Hammond's dream. Hold on to your butt. Seriously? Well, we're back. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 275th episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost, and we're here to discuss all things Jurassic Park. In this episode, we're going to head to the tower, boost the signal, and relay all the latest news and community topics in the Jurassic Wire. Aaron Byer and I will tackle some of the most recent news and rumors surrounding the Jurassic franchise and, of course, this awesome community. So, of course, we hope you like everything featured in the latest iteration of the Jurassic Wire. As always, all debates and conversations in this segment are our own opinions and insights from things that we've seen in the news and around the community. Stay tuned to the beginning of the segment to hear everything we'll be discussing. As a heads up, we do dive into a spoiler section for Camp Cretaceous Season 3 at the very end of The Wire. Not at the very end of the episode, but at the end of The Wire segment. Um, but don't worry, the rest of the show is spoiler free. <laughs> And that's my daughter. She's here as I'm recording this episode. So before we get started, I'd like to take care of some quick business. Uh, over on the website last week, Tom Jurassic uh, wrote out two great articles for you guys. He has a non-spoiler review and a full spoiler spoiler review of Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous Season 3. So please, please go read those depending on which one, uh, which point you're at if you've seen the season. Check out the spoiler review. If you have not seen it, go check out non-spoiler and then catch the spoiler review once you actually watch it. Um, and then over on our YouTube channel, last week I did a live stream, uh, talked all about my Camp Cretaceous season three non-spoiler thoughts for a little bit and a little bit about Beyond the Gates. And then, uh, then we had a, a whole plethora of, it was just like really just a Camp Cretaceous week on the podcast with two bonus episodes. And, um, and then on our, our YouTube feed, we had Two, two chats between me and Tom Jurassic, one non-spoiler, one spoiler, and then two review videos from Tom where he did non-spoiler and spoiler. So go check out all that content uh, over on our YouTube channel. And this week we do have a toy hunt for you guys, so please go check that one out. And then we're going to be popping out some Jurassic Wire videos for you so you can see us here talking about each, uh, each of these topics this week. And then this week, uh, probably another live stream Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where uh, I'm going to assume I'll talk Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous th Season 3 spoilers. So be prepared for that, and uh, I'll see you guys Wednesday night, 9 p.m. But yeah, I think that about does it for the intro here, so why don't we go ahead and get this episode kicked off with another iteration of the Jurassic Wire. The debate over Isla Nublar rages on. They're taking no chances of a repeat of the San Diego incident. I'm talking about man-made cataclysmic change. The U.S. Senate has convened a special committee to answer a grave moral question. Roger that. one, clear for takeoff. Begin tracking. Copy that. Go, go! Tracking on 
Welcome, everybody, to the Jurassic Wire. I am Brad Jost, and my co-anchor for this program is Aaron Beyer. The Jurassic Wire is the segment here on the Jurassic Park podcast where we discuss all of the latest news on the Jurassic Saga and the latest conversations in the Jurassic community. Today, uh, we're going to be discussing theme parks, uh, the impact of Beyond the Gates, Jurassic World Dominion score. I'm going to throw a random topic in here that I literally just thought of as I'm doing its intro, and that is an image that was revealed for Jurassic World Dominion from Empire Magazine. And then uh, we're going to discuss Camp Cretaceous in full spoilers for Season 3. So we're not going to put that at the very, very end of the show like we do typically for, you know, film spoilers, but... We'll leave it for the end of this podcast and this this uh, segment of The Wire. But uh, before all that, of course, let's welcome in Aaron. How you doing, dude? Hey, how's it going? Welcome ah. to my new kind of done studio. Nice. Just, I'm loving it. <laughs> right? Look, I got I got the, the big three up there. Oh, look at them. Look at them. It's about I, as drastic you know, as my office is going to get, I guess. And what is that? Too many other things. What is that big one? That uh, what is that? A Styracosaurus or something like that down there? That is that is the sideshow Styracosaurus. Pull that out specifically that... for you. <laughs> that is beautiful. My gosh, that looks amazing. <laughs> I think I think that is something that's getting sold for some of these Prime One oh. things that are coming. Have you seen them? They're so cool. <laughs> I've only seen what you've sent over, so uh, one of these days I'll take a deeper look into it. Because, yeah, I, I feel like I never look into those things just because they are so beyond my reach. I'm just like, I don't even want to tempt myself, you know? Like, I you're really probably, don't want to tempt. You're probably best not to get started, because what you end up with is <laughs> is this up here. And, like, a full lot, like, just... My, my, my wife says to me today, so I put this one up, and she goes, how much shelf space do you need? I said, well, when you fill your shelves, we can discuss an even arrangement. But you've not filled your shelves yet. So I'm just going to keep moving over to you. Just keep, keep taking up the space. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I've just got a bunch of like, you know, soft rubber, plastic and stuff like that. Nothing, you know, nothing to... too big and, and crazy like, uh, you know, some of these Prime Prime One. What is the, uh, what's the other one? Uh, well, Chronicle I, I was doing them and well, they're not yeah. anymore. I forgot. There was another uh, Iron studio. studio. Iron, Iron Studios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I actually need to dive into my Kenner box. Um, I've got a whole box of Kenner stuff here with me. I need to dive into it and pull out some gems. But I don't know. I gotta get some. I gotta get some lights for the back there. It's it's pretty bland. <laughs> yours. Look at yours. Is so like you look like a podcaster. I look like it looks like a home office, which it is. Oh. And I just realized sure. I left I left this box here blocking my uh my my poster. I didn't mean to leave that there. Uh, all your prom all your free promotional boxes. <laughs> yeah, I see how it is. I shouldn't Sorry. talk. I have one of those. <laughs> um, and I threw a topic on you. Um, so you know, actually, why don't we why don't we bring that up first? So, did you get a chance to look at that? Uh, Jurassic World Dominion photo from Empire Magazine. They they actually just it was it was just like a, a few weeks ago. Um, Empire, you know, and we've talked about it time and time again here on uh, the Jurassic Wire. Is these articles where they talk about how how the production has gone for Jurassic World Dominion? They talked a lot about the safety protocols in in uh, articles previously, and then this time. It was more so about like how did they feel doing this? How how 
how close did they come to stopping? And then, of course, they showcased uh, an image uh, featuring Chris Pratt and Omar C uh, as Barry. So that was that was pretty cool to see. Did you get a chance to look at that? I did see this. This is actually like I actually saw this without you telling me I need to see this, um, which is <laughs> kind of rare. Aaron, you uh, need to look at these things before the show. Here's, you know? the, here's the problem. Here's the problem. <laughs> I get my Jurassic news from the Jurassic Park podcast. So this is this is a problem when it's like, oh, it's my week to be on. And then yeah. I don't have no idea what's going on because you haven't told me yet what's going on. <laughs> um dude, I love I love this man. Like, yeah. This this should have been the dynamic in uh movie two. Um Okay. It, yeah. These two, these two had such a. I thought these two had such a real, like on screen, like it felt like a real relationship. It didn't feel mm-hmm. like they were acting, and maybe maybe they're friends. Like, you know, maybe they just gelled really well offset. I mean, who knows? Maybe they hate each other's guts. I don't know, but <laughs> it felt it felt good, and it felt like it felt like really natural, and I felt like when, you know. uh if if they're equal partners or if Barry's like, I'm assuming Chris Pratt is the number one in this program, correct? Like, because he's the he's the alpha, right? Is that is that how this works? And the Raptors respect him, so like I would assume, yeah, I, Chris I Pratt's so. number one, and the movie's about him, so like, well, he's a main character, but like, it felt like it felt like he had like they had each other's backs, like in the in the, yeah. in the movie, like. Like one wasn't like going behind the other and and like saying, oh, well, maybe we can get the Raptors to like do it. You know, mm-hmm. Barry was yeah. very much like, no, like it's not going to happen because my guy here says and has proven that it's not going to work or, you know, whatever. It is interesting um, if you think about like why why was the character there in the first place? Like because he didn't he didn't have a ton to do in Jurassic World. Right. He just kind of essentially followed Owen around. And but, what was there any catalyst in there that kind of changed anything? I I don't know, but um, you know when you're when you're discussing it, like kind of like what you're saying is like, well, we have an alpha, we have somebody else that backs him up. You know, it's a tag team kind of thing. Like I, I understand that mentality, but like from the, the the filmmaking perspective of like why is the character there? I, I I'm kind of questioning that in this moment when I never have before. <laughs> um. I don't think there's anything wrong with setting up a character to bring back bigger and better than ever. I mean, look I, at, I, look yes, at, please look at <laughs> Captain America, uh, Falcon and winter soldier. Yeah. Like two side characters from the Captain America franchise. I'm more excited for those two characters than I've ever been. Oh, and totally like, I, and I was totally like Falcon was great in his very first movie. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought I thought Bucky was great uh, in uh, Winter Soldier. On I didn't really love him so much in in First Avenger, but like I thought those two characters were great in the in the yeah. MCU leading up to the show, and then the show is just like its own thing. So like, kind of bummed that Barry wasn't back for the second movie. Just like I was bummed Lowry wasn't back for the second movie. Um, yeah Barry, right i'm that's the name yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. i'm kind yeah. of this random guy no but like dude this this is just freaking awesome i love it and they're on this they're on this boat water tunnel set which we've never seen in a jurassic mm-hmm. movie before so like yeah cool yeah you know 
Yeah, and I actually, it's interesting because like obviously there's no there's no water in this set, but I would you know I, I think it's safe to assume that there is some sort of uh, either there's something pushing this or just a, a crew of people just pushing this boat, simulating that it's kind of going to be in water or something. I don't think this is just yeah. a stationary boat that they're just hanging out on. So I do think that uh, you know this will be a cool like tunnel system. You know, probably around where, you know, they filmed in Malta, uh, not the entire cast, but I know, like, there's a lot of stuff filmed in Malta. So this is probably representing something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited, man. This this looks cool. This looks yeah. really, really cool. Yeah, there's um, not too much not too much to go off of here. It's just uh, you just got Barry and Owen just chilling. You got some new costumes you can see there. Nothing too drastic for either of them changed you know like, they, they kind of look similar to what they've always looked like so depending on the lighting man like this could be scary there's no mm -hmm. like when you're mm -hmm. in these tunnels there's nowhere to go but one like it's not like there's an alcove you can go hide in there's not furniture that you can hide behind yeah it's, yeah well if, <laughs> if you're being hunted in basically i'm assuming like a sewer system or something right like kind of is that what these are, are these I don't like know. related to sewage i don't um, i have no idea it's some sort of I don't know terms aqueduct or something. I don't know. Yeah, I, have no idea. I don't know. You know something like there's, that. <laughs> there's nowhere to hide. There's nowhere to hide for sure. Um, what I do like about this is that the boat, following like traditional Jurassic stuff, they they named this boat um, after something else, and this is called Fair Sp Spanish Lady, which is a, a nice nod to Jaws. Obviously, Steven Spielberg uh, directed yeah, that as well. There you go. Uh, Quint in that movie discusses, I think it's like a song or something that he sings, if I remember correctly. Um, yep. So, so it's a nice nod to that film, but also Steven. So I'm not sure like where they're going with this. Is, is it just a Steven thing or is it like, hey, the Mosasaur is probably around here somewhere or, you know, something else. I don't know. You thinking we're going to get the Mosasaur? I mean, yeah, we've kind of talked about that. I, I don't know if me and you, I'm sure we have, but like, I, I've always wondered if like the Mosasaur will be, you know, kind of like it did last movie, but even less uh, minimally featured. And then, you know, setting, setting it up for like its own thing, maybe down the road or something. But I don't know. I, I feel like we have to get the Mosasaur, but um, I don't I know. I feel like the Mosasaur is kind of Trevorrow's like stamp on this franchise, right? Like, yeah, I feel like he's the one that brought in aqua, like aquatic dinosaurs or reptiles or whatever the Mosasaur mm -hmm. is. I don't know. Um, it, it's like everyone's always wanted it. Everyone's always wanted to see it live action. And he was the one who was finally like, OK, it's a one trick pony, but uh, we'll do it and you're gonna it's gonna be cool every time it does it's one trick you know yeah um, which oh i don't want to talk about, all right never mind that's a spoiler i don't want to talk about it we can we'll, we'll talk about it later uh i think i know but, where you're uh, going with that yeah but uh yeah dude that this this gets me excited gets me really excited it does yeah when, um, when does this movie come out man uh, it's like june 10th i think 2022 at this point so but um oh. there, there was some fun stuff in this article uh you can you can read through it on empire's website but um it says that uh on the very last day that they were shooting uh i didn't find out uh that they were officially shutting down until about three hours before we wrapped so 
We were shooting in this old industrial barn, Alexandra, Derbyshire, and Pat Crowley, and I had a phone call with Universal, and all of us agreed it was the right thing to do, but I still had to finish, uh, I still had a shoot day to finish, um, which is interesting. I guess they had, like, they still had stuff to do, but they didn't want to tell anybody. Um, so it says here, whispers had begun, but I didn't want to compromise that moment in the in the movie by having it be fraught in any way. So we captured it, and then we went home for three months, and that day is in the movie. We didn't go back and reshoot it. So I think that's interesting. You know, I, I know that, like, you know, Jurassic fans now are going to watch this scene and know, like, okay, here's the old industrial barn. So this moment, <laughs> this moment is when he's like in his head, he's like, oh my God, oh my God, we're going to shut down. We have to do this. This is, you know, I just had a phone right. call and now we're shutting this down and nobody else knows that we're shutting this down except for me behind the camera. So like I, there's a little context to that scene now, a little extra context, I guess, that ne uh, necessarily wouldn't have been there before. But um, fun to think about nonetheless when we actually go to see the film. Um and then he says, he also goes on to say, the scariest moment was in late October when we had just a couple of weeks left and the cases were rising exponentially. Because we had a crew, uh, because we had the crew that we did and the actors were always on set, we were able to accelerate what we were doing. But we definitely had a fear that we might have a movie that was nine tenths finished and remained that way. That's pretty, that's, that's a big deal, right? Like they, I, they, they might not have finished this movie ever. <laughs> Like, so I went through Twitter today and I was like scrolling through past like tweets. And for me, like I, I don't tweet very much. So like it was really easy to kind of go back, mm -hmm. Ref reflect where we were in like March of 2020. Like I was tweeting about wearing a mask because I didn't want to kill somebody. And like we were like, I, I st we still kind of do like cursorily wiped on our groceries but like we were legit like bleaching groceries in yeah. march of 2020 so it's a different world <laughs> it was a completely different world yeah we're coming we're, it's we, usc is becoming out of it canada is very slowly uh well we're still on stay-at-home orders um mm -hmm. but it's almost like we're at stay-at-home orders but it's been a year and a half like who's enforcing that at this point you know um <laughs> you know i got kids playing in the park across the street, you know? Yeah. Uh, it, the fear of shooting that movie. And like you said, nine tenths, 90% done. And they weren't going to finish. Like that was a very, I could imagine that being a very scary thought, it, like, it, you know, as a worker. Um, oh yeah. You know, I, I remember thinking like, I remember thinking, Oh no, if people can't go to the theaters, like I was like, oh, we'll be the first place. We'll be the first industry to shut down inside the Hollywood system. Like the, the 3d conversion. Cause like, why are you going to make a 3d movie if theaters aren't open? And like, we've been very blessed to just have work. Like this, the studios were like the executive mentality was all, this is going to blow over. Let's be prepared for, let's be prepared for the movies when they come back, you know? Yeah, and I've yeah. been going, I've been going ever since, but like, yeah, I remember those days in March, man. It was super scary. It was super scary. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wonder, you know, how how serious his comment is about, you know, a film being nine-tenths finished and remain that way. Like, is there any chance Universal would have really just thrown in a towel? Um, obviously, at that point, you know, it, I guess in late October, you don't really know what the world's going to turn out like. So, um, 
yeah, I guess that that could be, you know, a legit comment or, you know, a lot of fear in there. I have no idea, but just the fact that like they had to worry about that so much and and that, you know, Dominion potentially couldn't have come out. That that's that's crazy. Yeah. So luckily we're now, in a place where where things are okay ish and you know, we're still trying to work our way back, but um you, you know, know, I'm the, catching the up on shows fine. that like so I'm catching up on Walking Dead and I we have we had talked previously about the smaller episodes where it focused on yeah. like two characters you're right you can tell that it's a covid produced episode mm-hmm. um my wife and i are watching young rock and you can tell that the whole entire show at least when it comes to anything with dwayne johnson is like it's in a covid world it's like like hmm. there's literally shots where you can tell that they're not talking to anybody because they do the re- the shot reverse shot yeah and like oh. you can tell like I mean, The Rock is a good actor, but he's not like he—he's he, not a like what is the word I'm looking for? Like a thespian or anything. Uh, so, like when he's not reacting to someone, it's super yeah. obvious he's not yeah. reacting to somebody. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I don't know, man. Like uh, Wandavision, they said that the ending was very different because uh, they had COVID things to deal with, and it was like and. Falcon and Winter Soldier, like as much as I enjoyed that show, yeah, there was definitely some episodes where it was like, oh, this is because of COVID. This this has to be this way, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I, I I don't know. I mean, for this period of of history, we're going to be thinking that for pretty much everything that's you know been filmed or or out there at all. So. I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully we don't have to think about it too much by the time next summer rolls around. But yeah, um, yeah but yeah, interesting, interesting little article. Uh, there wasn't really much that was about it, and uh, at least a nice picture, so that's good. Makes me excited. No idea what's coming from this sequence, but uh, makes me pretty pretty pumped about it. So let's uh, let's go in and move on to our next topic which I didn't have like the little branding uh, set up for that. But uh, all right, let's let's talk um, Jurassic and the theme parks. Hey, all right. So let's do it. we're going to move over to Universal Orlando. So they uh, they just revealed a brand new member of the team. They've got Bravo uh, Velociraptor out there at the Raptor encounter. Uh, typically, uh, it was just blue. You know, years ago, they had some other random raptors that didn't really look all that great uh but it was still a fun encounter then they upgraded to blue and now uh th- they have some babies i think there's like one baby there at this park and mm-hmm. um and now we've got bravo as well so i'm assuming you know this will make it easier <clears throat> i don't know i don't know how many like costumes they have i would assume they have like maybe just one blue because they they go away and they, and they say we'll be back in 15 minutes or something like that so I don't know if this means it's like going to be a hopefully a smoother transition. So like blue can get, disappear and then Bravo can literally come right back out with a different team member inside. Um, but maybe that gives them a chance. I don't really know. But uh, it's still it's still fun to see a new addition here. What do you think about uh, Bravo? Any any thoughts on Bravo? So I liked it until you said until you just said blue goes away and then Bravo comes out now (laughs) yeah yeah me as an adult whatever it's a picture with a raptor but if i was set let's say my big jurassic years of as a kid seven to eleven if i'm waiting in line and blue goes away 
and Bravo comes out, no. Nah. You go <laughs> ahead. You go ahead of me. I'll wait. I'm waiting off I'll to wait. the side. <laughs> yeah, why not do two blues? That doesn't make any sense. Blue goes away and then comes back 30 seconds later. Like Yeah, I don't know. With a different with a different guy in a suit. Like, why why Bravo? And if you're gonna do a different Raptor, why not one of the other three? Yeah. Is, are they dead in are they dead in this canonical experience of, no. of no. Jurassic World? Not at Universal. all. They're, and, they're literally and, right across the street at at the Velocicoaster. They're all all oh. of them are in there. So so they're still alive at this point. Okay, so then why not a tiger stripe raptor or a classic? I, it's just weird. I don't know. Like we just made one up, like Mattel. Like <laughs> what is this? Is this mm. is this Alan Grant assortment pack raptor? <laughs> like is that what this is? Um, I I think it looks good. Like we can't. It looks can't really good. It I'm looks, just crapping great. On it. Like it's I know. Fine. I know. <laughs> I think just, it looks it looks me. good. But I had that same thought that you did. Um, you know, and I feel like some people will probably think that as well. Where you want to see blue, you you kind of go to go there to see blue. Right. Um. You know, and I I can only attest to like what I've seen before. So I when I went back in I think 2015. Um, I got to see one of the old random brown raptors with the weird sculpt. It didn't look, it looked kind of goofy. Um, but it was cool for what it was. It was, it cool was, it was very cool. It was cool for what it exactly. was. Exactly. It was cool for what it was. I I thought to myself in the back of my head, like, oh, I wish it looked like, you know, an actual Jurassic raptor. Um, yeah. But like, I didn't have anything to compare it against really. Yeah. But when Blue comes around and then you introduce somebody else, I, I'm still kind of wanting to see blue just because blue is that that one that, that you know. So that photo of you with blue at Universal is awesome. Like <laughs> shout out to my friend Hunter for taking that picture. Thank you so much. That's a great photo. <laughs> it legit looks like Blue the Raptor. And it, it is. I know yeah, it's so good. It's so good. I feel like you and I got photos at the live tour, like press event. Mm-hmm. And those are great too. The problem is you can see like the, the live stuff behind. So like, yeah, but that photo of you with blue in the jungle, like it legit looks like you went to Jurassic world, man. Like there's no, exactly. I mean, if I this... landed on earth and you were like, Hey, I went to a theme park with dinosaurs. I would believe it 100%. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, this picture that we have up for anybody listening on the podcast, we do the video portion as well, <laughs> but um, yeah, blue, uh, actually, whatever this one is, Bravo, uh, it looks fantastic. Like the only thing you can see is there's like little port, uh, little holes like near the kind of like shoulder area right near the neckline um, that you can, the person can kind of see and vent out uh, air as well, I guess. So, but that's it. Like outside of that, like with the coverage and the plants and the giant ferns and everything, it, it really it hides all that. So you don't really see that. And it feels so real when you're there. It's so amazing. Yeah. So like I was saying earlier with the Brown ones, I think no matter what you get an amazing experience, right? It's so fun. And honestly, it's 30 to 45 seconds of your time at the park. It's so fast. Like they, they get you in and out, you know, like in that amount of time. So, um, but if it if it makes operations easier, I'm all for that. I think that's good to have better operations there. Um, if it gets the line moving and it makes it faster, that's good. But like you're saying, why not two blues or Echo, uh, Delta, I mean, Charlie? Charlie would have been a great one. At least Charlie looks like very different than 
you know, than this Raptor. This one just looks like blue without a stripe, right? Uh, I mean, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, like the, the grayish blue yeah. skin. Yeah. Um, this kind of leads me to my next thing. Like, why not make this like an like why why make this now a Raptor experience? Why not do a dinosaur experience and do a few different species? Um, mm -hmm bipedal species that would be easy to kind of replicate this model you know so like do a gallimimus do um diving into camp cretaceous because i've seen too much of it lately uh <laughs> do like a baryonyx or something um, yeah oh i agree but you know i would i would say like they it would be beneficial for them to set up multiple you know of these little spots because this but one then is, isn't that what just what the land becomes um yeah, but that's okay. I think that's okay because there's plenty to do otherwise. You've got a full coaster. You've got, you got another kitty coaster. You've got a full kid land to play in plus the river adventure. Yeah. So you've got a lot to do there. So if they did, I don't know. I, there's not really a ton of room in this land, but like if they were to implement like two, three of these, that would be amazing and I would be all for that. This one's just strictly branded as raptor encounter of course they could change out all their signs and branding and maps but like that's a you know a pain but also they would have to do it anyway to update their you know stuff if they introduced anybody else but i would love that i've, I've said that before like how cool would it be to have multiple we saw the old you know uh triceratops encounter um but that's massive but i would love to see stuff like you're talking about too sorry i'm not being rude i you you we talk. We hit on something that I have to talk about later. <laughs> Jot it down. So you I, got it. I'm writing it down. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. All right. I'm back. Yeah. Um. I mean, it, look, this already is. Like you said, you said that we lost the Triceratops encounter. Now, I actually went to that Triceratops encounter. Yeah. And I forget who I was talking to. It it was really cool, but like, they didn't rush you out. It was big enough and. Mm -hmm. It was big enough that like you would go and you like people would just kind of stand around and then when you eventually got bored because it's probably underwhelming I would imagine for an adult to like go in and there's there's yeah it's a full size triceratops but like it doesn't do anything it, it snots and moans yeah. and the guy gives a spiel but like as a parent you're gonna be like all right kid come on like we we've, we've seen it yeah. like here you yeah. know um, you could stand there probably for 15 minutes and get the same like Hammond would probably come in and say the exact same lines he said 15 minutes ago and then leave. <laughs> um, so it it's cool that they're trying to bring this land back with, with what was, I think poor planning in putting the Kong ride there uh, to start. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, it, it's cool. I, I think it's cool though, but um I don't know, but uh, yeah, let's move on to the next point because we have we still have more theme park stuff, and, and it's still Raptor talk. So we'll continue it on because we're gonna see. I don't know if we'll, we'll really see him, but we'll hear him talk about it. And we have some. This is from let's see, uh, Attractions Magazine has a video from the queue of Velocicoaster, and mm -hmm. inside that queue. So I'm gonna play this. If you don't want to see anything from Velocicoaster, you can. Skip skip this video or skip this portion of the podcast. But uh, it's a quick little clip here. I want to run through it and just kind of pause and, and talk about it for a bit because it's so much fun. Inside the queue, They uh, there is like a, a, a B.D. Wong, Dr. Wu one as well. I, I haven't really actually looked into that too much. Um, and uh, there is another one as well, which I won't spoil too much. But uh, 
but this one's fun because it's it's uh it's it actually showcases like which will you'll see it showcases a bit of the land and it showcases like some stuff that we've actually talked about i i remember we talked about i think we talked oh no you know what it was a it was a live stream i did where we were talking about owen and like him being at the launch of this attraction where the 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 car the vehicle launches out of the tunnel and goes off you know on on its adventure um and i remember hearing owen uh through some like video that people were taking in the park you could like hear him in the background and it sounded like he's like all right guys let's go go ahead go ahead raptors or whatever um so i was thinking to myself like how does that make sense like i feel like owen would not be at, like up for that challenge at all i feel like he would hate the idea of this entire thing so i was like Wait, does he big... does he like this roller coaster no no we're gonna get into that uh okay, so that's that's my that's thing, not though. his character exactly exactly like uh, i was thinking like how does that make sense he doesn't seem like the guy that would be into this and 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 be doing that so i feel like it would he would be begrudgingly doing this and as we can see here in a minute uh He's definitely not into the idea. So let's uh, let's click play here and, and take a listen. Hello, everyone. My name is Claire Dern. So so look at this. First off, you've got a, a control center here, which actually in the attraction, uh, there there's like a tower on top of part of the show building, and uh, mm -hmm. it looks like a raptor control tower. And it, you know this simulates that, and you can actually see. It's not just a picture of the attraction outside. It's actually like a video and you can see the coaster zooming by and there's actually like you, you see the like different parts of the park in the background. So it's Wait, very so this is a live footage? This is live footage. Yeah, this is like well, like I don't know. That's... I mean this this I'm not gonna, that tower is not here. Like this is not the real tower, but No, I know. You know but like so the footage of the roller coaster. Uh-huh. Did they somehow impose like comp in is it somehow comping in live footage from outside, or do you think it's just like, um, oh, you know, I think it's probably they they just set up a camera on top of the building and then just shot this stuff and then added it to green screens or, or video backdrops behind her or something. Okay, like so that, this is know? not like ever going to show like weather like the Mosasaur is supposed to show. It does, it does. That's what I've heard. That's cool. That's so cool. it changes between day and night at least. So I don't know about the okay. weather, but at least day and night, so you get to see, um, you know, the appropriate time. Um, That's legit. But, cool. But this is this is great. She looks like Claire. Yeah, let's pause real quick. What's that? She looks like she looks like Claire. So you tell me, Claire Deering wears the same outfit every day? <laughs> well, like this is her. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Like she's like, she's like Doug Funny. She opens her closet <laughs> and she has uh, ten of these. I, I feel like it. There's I feel like there's slight differences maybe in this outfit. It it doesn't look exactly the same, but it looks it looks she the would... same. Like like she does whip out the closet and it's like just. But that we I feel that way about every character. Like I've I've I feel like we've talked about that with like Muldoon, right? With whether whether it was like his attire or was it a park attire? Like somebody like John Hammond gave him Muldoon. You gotta wear this, and but... he's like. I don't believe that Claire even wears white every day to work. Like I yeah, believe no, that she went to work on that day wearing white. And Hey, it just happens to be the same color as John Hammond. But like, <laughs> that's so yeah, weird. Okay, yeah. sure. Like, <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, it's funny, but uh, it, that's what she's wearing. And and it's identifiable at least. So I mean, look, um, if she had an, if she had an action figure from Jurassic world that wasn't wearing this costume, I'd be very upset. <laughs> So, I here we go. Limits of our animal encounters. 
The message was clear. More, More teeth. Today, you'll experience the thrill of the hunt. So you, you see the coaster was just flying by. That's That yeah, was really awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Nobody in it? Uh, yeah, no, I guess they're just, they were just testing it that day. So early footage. Evolution of our carnivore Actually, like, sorry, I keep pausing. This thing is super annoying for the audio, but you'll love this, I know. But when you look at the desk back there, you can actually yeah. see the Pachyrhinosaurus from Mattel, a Triceratops from Mattel, and then you got yeah. a baby T-Rex and a Protoceratops from Mattel all on the desk. And uh, that's pretty fantastic, right? <laughs> I'm sure you can go buy them for $80 at the gift shop too. Oh yeah. You can definitely buy them for a, a hefty price there. Um, and uh, you also do see like um, there is like a model of the vehicle that's right on the desk as well in front of the one of the, one of the workers yeah. um, in, in pretty now, bad taste and poor taste. There is a Jurassic park hat um, here in Jurassic. So Rock. I was going to say that, <laughs> but I was also going to say in Canon, in official Canon, the toys at Jurassic World were Kenner toys and non-branded uh, dinosaur toys. So this, not not my Jurassic, no. <laughs> this is not canonical already. There, you know, there's, yeah, there's a lot of random stuff in, in the films that you can see. Maybe, maybe there's some stuff like this, but uh, not these ones. But uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I, and a, one, another nice touch I was going to interrupt with, and then I talked about the toys. But I liked like the wrap, like the uh, the electrified fence, like right outside the window too. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it, it, dude. This is a really cool presentation. Yeah. All right. So let's actually. I'll, I'll play it here for a second. The tray specialist in this control room will be your eye in the sky, helping to keep you safe on this ultimate close encounter. Today we are joined by Owen Grady, animal behavior mm -hmm. expert. Owen. Are you with us? Yeah, I'm talking more, sir. How do you work this thing? Press the key. Hello? Guys, watch it. Mr. Green, can you talk a little bit about the great strides you've made in raptor training? Is that clear? Oh, uh, does Miss Boardroom come down to see how the latest scheme is working out? Oh, eh? Huh? We're on camera. Are we? Mm. They're, they're filming this? Mm. Good. For the record, <laughs> let me just say that I think this is a terrible idea. People can hear it. Yes. Can you, you got riders there? Oh, <laughs> good. Because I believe that they need to know. I don't care how long you've been waiting on. Turn around, go home. You're still going to end well. All right? <laughs> Look, it, wait. At least get him to sign a waiver. I, I love I love his reaction just like just telling him straight up just just turn around go home oh you should not be in this thing <laughs> oh we have writers there good let me tell them I love it that's so good I love how like like it feels like really spur of the moment like he did this kind of like ad libbed a lot of it because he's like oh yeah oh, we're, this is happening we're, we're on now like oh you actually have people there like it shows how much they filled him in on whatever this attraction is, you know? Yeah. Yes, he just has... Poor guy, man. Poor guy. <laughs> you can't help but feel bad for him. He's just, he's just some ex-Navy, I'm assuming, dolphin animal behaviorist or something. Yeah. <laughs> this poor dude is just trying to not kill people. It's like yeah. his only mission in life. Right, here we go. That's funny. Uh, you have been training these raptors since they were young, haven't you? 
Yeah, yeah, I have. I've been working with them since they were the size of house cats, and over the last two years, they've developed unparalleled intelligence and the response to human command. But make no mistake, there will be virtually nothing between you and four wild. I I always find it funny when there's like footage from the film, like in an attraction. Yeah, you know, built in the world. <laughs> you know what's really sad about that too? It's like this would be not expensive to create new footage like yeah which is such a bummer um well there is plenty of that elsewhere in the attraction there are these actually it's like a really really cool um illusion effect kind of thing where you're you're in the queue and mm -hmm. there's these windows that look into the launch tunnel and you actually see the coasters zoom by you you see the real coaster zoom by but also somehow like laid on top of that is the velociraptors and they do like run by they look into your windows and see you so like they do have like new animations of them but yeah they just yeah. didn't use it they didn't use it here so but i i can't blame them it's not like you know you don't see no, all I mean, in these videos or anything but uh yeah actually i think in that other one you do but <laughs> in the fallen kingdom stuff but yeah let's move on here it's falling on deaf ears. They say it's below my pain rate. So, good luck. Stop looking. <laughs> Everyone, there's nothing to worry about. Hey, guys, knock it off. Right now. You, what are you doing? Whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 no. Why are you What is this? This, this part very much shocked me i guess obviously um this is not what owen grady he does not want his animals zapped i know he does say this is not part of the agreement but like still i feel like he would have jumped over this track and punched that guy in the face it, you know if he had shocked them because that is like a huge no-no for training these animals what he's right? doing he, he's right. trying to yeah. he's trying to gain their trust this entire time and this guy comes over and shocks them but yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's a it's a weird thing, but this is not canon, so who cares? But um, but yeah, it does. Is it does I feel like truly canon. No, but... nothing is. But I feel like it. I feel like he would probably freak out a little bit more in in the films, right? Yeah. <laughs> but you do see the heartbeat like on this on the left hand side, like it uh, it goes up a lot more once like the the shock happened there. So that's interesting. It looks like it was Delta. Um. So yeah, that's cool. All right. Cool. Okay, Claire, this is insane. Hands on feet, keep them in the vehicle with any luck, you still have fingers and toes. 
before you exit to the gift shop. <laughs> Thank you so much, Mr. Brady. Yes, I so tell good. the raptors are dangerous. They say put a roller coaster in the bag. What could go wrong? I I just love the sarcasm and he's just laying it on so thick. It feels like Owen, but it also feels like a mix of like his Lego character too. Like how like I just outlandish that character is. Um, But I I love it. It's so, it's so funny. He's just, he's, he's so so relatable because he is, he's doing what he deems important work and just corporate, just getting in his way. every step of the way like why am i here you want yeah. you all want to die go ahead just yeah <laughs> y'all can die well, i love like, it he, I, just, I'm he done. gives up I'm he done. gives up and then just says the spiel that they wanted him to say he's like okay go ahead just go uh put your right. keep your arms in the vehicle at all times uh well, you have too- toes by the end of this i you know <laughs> too funny uh there's a little bit more i think here so yeah let's do it to ensure your journey is as safe as it is thrilling Jurassic World, in partnership with InGen Security Technology, is proud to present your innovative ride vehicle. This open-air experience is made possible by the infrared sensors here in your headrest. Equipped with cutting-edge security technology and engineered with a reinforced carbon fiber body, this vehicle enables you to travel in complete safety. Once you are boarded, we will prepare the dispatch and safety critical checks. Thank you. And enjoy this exciting experience. There you go. So, so. Let, me, let me ask you this, because you're a big ride enthusiast. Why do these... Because I, I grew up going to Cedar Point, and at Cedar Point, it was like, there was none of this. There was none of this. You wait in a dead terribly hot line and you just wait to get in your car and you hope you don't die right but why do all these presentations because i feel like dinosaur does it at disney i feel like another a bunch of other big coasters do it with stories behind them Uh, like hulk why excuse me why do they insist on needing to tell you a fake story about the car and then always show you the car with like x-ray vision like what is that like a ride (laughs) thing is that like like, are you getting some kind of science out of that? Like, for because I think it's really goofy, but like, are there ride enthusiasts that want to see this information? Because it's all mm. fake. It's not real. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, the dinosaur one does that same kind of thing where it shows you the different functions that it has. And, you know, part of this kind of thing is is to kind of, to really fill you in on the details of the, you know, what you're seeing. Because there are these like lights and stuff that you <clears> see. So it's like, why are they there? She's kind of telling you why they're there. But mm-hmm. um, but it, it's interesting. Like, I, I don't know. It it doesn't make much sense, but it's fun to see. It's just kind of the – it's also part of, uh, you know, making you wait there a little bit longer, waste your time a little bit while you're, you know, they're queuing up the the next people to get in into the attraction. So Yeah, I mean, um, I guess that's true because, like, I don't know. I just look at it and I'm like, you know, this would be cool if it was like, hey – this coaster car is designed to go at the speed of the Velociraptor so that you can be in on that hunt with them. But, and like, I guess like as a, like a ride enthusiast, I'd be like, Oh, it's cool to learn something real about this car. Yeah. But then they start throwing all this jargon at you. And it's like, they're explaining to you why the plastic is molded in a specific way to look like a <laughs> rocket booster. I'm like, but that's none of this real. It's all fake. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess in this case, like there's there, this, attraction needs a lot of explaining right like why is there a coaster that goes through a raptor paddock it it does 
No, because I've been to the SeaWorld uh, water park out there, Aquatica, I want to yeah, say. Yeah. And there's a water slide that goes through a dolphin tank. It's cool. There's like You don't need to explain anything more than yeah, you're, you're going to do this because it's cool. A dolphin is not going to jump out of the water and, and eat you. Uh, but either but... is like, I mean, if you're going to Jurassic World, either is a raptor supposedly, right? Like in this case, it's literally going through the raptor paddock. So like, that's a terrible idea. And she has to explain why it's safe. <laughs> you're not protected. No, you're in this vehicle in this the is paddock. A terrible. This is yes. a terrible design <laughs> ride. This is awful. But okay, you could, you fair. could, you could see like Ms. Ronnie being like, "Yeah, just throw it in there. Just yeah, that would be really cool. Let's have a raptor roller coaster go straight through the paddock. Good idea." And no one's like, "No, that's a terrible idea. Let's not do that, please." <laughs> but they have to explain it somehow. Right. You know, uh, it, it works for me. Uh, but that was that. I, I I had a lot of fun with with that video. I thought it was pretty cool and. Um, fun to listen to i think bryce killed it she she looks and sounds like claire and uh it's also you know feels very like you know like i'm presenting something for you know an attraction it it feels real it feels feels really good so she did a great job there um and just the set decoration everything about what they did in this video was was fantastic and uh you know to make to put him to put owen into like a launch tunnel was pretty cool too i don't know if like how how they did this if it was just like all green screen and they just over it probably just overlaid this or something but um yeah, it's pretty no, cool they probably they probably set up for a day and i don't know. i mean i don't think they brought him down to orlando to film this but no but look at this look at this this is it could be anywhere you know it, this is just like a, a track for a camera that he's like oh i'm like hovering over it as if you can see me um it's just a track <laughs> for a camera yeah, they, yeah. they've probably got this They've probably got this designed or pre-built somewhere. I mean, Maybe, why not yeah. fly them? They fly they fly these guys to Georgia to shoot these Marvel movies all the time. Like, why not? Mm-hmm. This is this is part of being an actor now is you live in LA to do your auditions, but you don't shoot like anything in LA. Yeah. It's all shot in other states. Yeah. <clears throat> well, they they nailed it. They did a great job. Um, and there's there's so many other elements, but I just wanted to focus on yeah. that video today. Um, but yeah, I think that brings us to the end of theme parks uh, for Jurassic. So that's freaking awesome. Next up, I was not excited about this. I'm really excited about this line, though. <laughs> I want to stay yeah. on this line. There's a lot. There's a lot of really cool, fun things. Um, but next up, I did want to talk about. Uh, I wanted to talk about Beyond the Gates. Uh, so let me bring up that here. So we have Beyond the Gates over here at Target.com. Um, and they have, uh, you know, this is the, the, the team up with Target, Mattel, <clears throat> and Jurassic Outpost, creating these videos and getting the word out there on these new pre-orders that are always available. Um, and the latest one being uh, the Legacy Collection T-Rex. We did discuss this before I believe. Um, so we're not really going to discuss this figure too much, but uh, again, it, it looks beautiful. There are some new shots uh, in the, the images there. So that looks good. I, I wanted to more so talk about the impact of beyond the gates at target, the, like your physical locations. Um, and I've seen this a few times. I've seen this through other collectors and stuff like that. I've seen, pictures from the stores or videos from the stores and there's there's a ton of these items that have been featured on beyond the gates so so far we've had the 
Tiger Stripe Raptor uh, Amber Collection. We've had the JP3 uh, Pteranodon Amber Collection. We've had mm -hmm. uh, Dennis Nedry. Those were the those two. Those first two were together, and then Dennis Nedry was on his own, and then there was um there was the Raptor Squad that that like four pack of Raptors. Um, just the standard core line, three and three quarter inch. And then this is the fourth one. So, uh, the, 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 the Ford Explorer breakout set thing. Um, so, so far the Raptor squad and this T-Rex pack are not on in the stores yet, but the other three are. So mm -hmm. what I've been seeing, and I've, like I said, and I've seen in other people's content as well, the, the Amber collection stuff that were featured on Beyond the Gates are just piled i mean i've seen my store in particular has four of each still on the shelf after weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks however long it's been out um and dennis nedry there has to be like 17 of them on the shelf it's out the of the nedry the nedry with the car or yeah, nedry with the vehicle with the jeep with the no stripe and then the lavasaurus um so it's it's very interesting like there's literally so so many of them on the shelf right now and it's it's worrisome to me and i i've always felt this way um specifically about the amber collection i've always been worried about the amber collection in general but now so now when when you can actually go to their website target.com and you can pre-order these things everybody can do this every third wednesday of the month um you know the new items we all pre-order pre-order them right so by the time they show up in the stores at least the the hardcore fans that are buying them, you know, on day one when they're released, we're not picking them up again, probably. Um, and then the Amber Collection are so expensive as they are that, like, there's not a lot of general public that are going in there historically for Amber Collection and taking them off the shelves. We just got through a round of uh, the, which one was it? Um, it was like Delta and one Echo, maybe? um for the amber collection and those went straight you know they 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 were on shelves for a while normal price and then they just went down to like eight bucks and now they're gone um well so i'll tell you what i'm screwed i'm not getting one of these because the pre-orders are sold out this was a big thing i didn't pre-order it oh no i don't follow, I don't follow this like oh wow i didn't know they I didn't think they were going to sell out of pre-orders. That's interesting. So, I mean, if pre-orders are sold out, the stores are going to be sold out. So I'm done. Like that, mm -hmm. wow. I don't know if you're done. Like I'm saying right now, uh, what's what's Dennis Nedry? Is he, is he not sold out? Check that for me real quick. Um, but um, like I'm saying, Dennis Nedry, there's there's like 17 of them, no joke, on the shelf. And it's, it's wild to see that many there. And it just makes me worry because now all of us already got our Dennis Nedry's. I have one for you, um, and I know a lot of people pre-order them. I ended up picking them up in stores. I got two, one for me and one for you, right? And yeah. th that day, there was only three on the shelf, so I left one on the shelf. And then the next time I went back, <clears throat> it was just they were piled everywhere. So it just makes me worried, and I don't know if it's necessarily a, a Beyond the Gates thing, but I feel like there's a tie-in with the fact that, like, hey, they're pre-order. These are all a pre-order and when you actually go to the store, they're just everywhere. I don't know who's going to buy them in the store. I just, I'm, I'm afraid that like this makes it tough for the store, and that they're not going to repurchase these things, and they're not going to restock them if they see if they see that they're not selling out in stores. But 
I, I I can guarantee that the obviously, especially with this this T Rex escape pack, that they're selling well, right? So it's just a matter yeah, of I mean, that, clogging so like, up the now store shelves. My fear, right, is like mm-hmm. this has been the only thing I've ever seen sell out pre order wise. And the reason I didn't pre order is because, uh, last I heard, people would pre order from them from Target, and then they would get canceled. Well, that was when we were pre-ordering. If you tried to do two, one of them got canceled. Well, I'm really bumped. Um, I'm hoping that I'm hoping that Entertainment Earth gets them. I'm hoping that there's extras on the day. Like, yeah, well, I mean, you never know <laughs> with these things because, like, like the other ones uh, that were available for pre-order through the site were also available on other sites. Um, but I don't know what the, what they are going forward, but um, they should be, you know, exclusive to Target. Um, this is a legacy collection, which is really exclusive to yeah. Target. So, uh, you know, we're, well, let's keep our fingers crossed that it does come to the shelves in your case that you didn't get it. And, and now that they're sold out, that's a that's the perfect way for them to actually. And maybe that's part of the correction. Maybe that's a, a little bit of a correction on their part is to not just let them go wild with the pre-orders let's cut the pre-orders off so that you actually do have to go pick them up in stores right maybe that's part of the correction that we're seeing like live we're we're noticing this as we go um but it's just interesting they're 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 either the the assortments that target is ordering for stores are literally just one of of this single item but like there's like four of them in a box or whatever it's just too much it's too much and it just it makes me worried that like in stores, they're gonna they're not gonna reorder these things or get more Jurassic in or or they're gonna they're not gonna see value of human and vehicle packs and stuff like that and and especially the amber collection. I feel like there's no value to having the amber collection in a a physical location at this point. Uh, yeah, I mean, I agree with that. I think the problem is I don't have Target here, so I have no yeah, yeah. context for like what you're experiencing. I, I think a $30 bit non-scale dinosaur is way, I think it's like it's too much. Um, I think that's something that you do put just on a Mattel website and you sell it that way or, or through online retailers. Um, whew, I'm like sweating a little bit that this thing is sold out. I'm, I, I'm, I'm kind of I bummed. Feel, my I own feel fault terrible I, that I this is, it's been there for like a week. This is like you you finding out on the fly that it's no longer available, and that's I'm so sorry. You guys are like watching I'm my so... heartbreak. <laughs> I'm so oh, sorry. No. I'm so sorry. Oh, this is <laughs> truly awful. Oh gosh. Oh no. What am I gonna do, buddy? I uh I'm gonna pucker up. I'm gonna I'm doing it on eBay. Like I have to, right? Like that's We'll figure it out. I I'll mean, yeah, that's the thing. Like, you, you'll, you, you will figure it out, and we just have to see. Like, we'll have to see. I know it said that they are coming um, August. I think the beginning of August we'll end up August seeing these. August one, yeah. Um, I actually, this is. I, I think I, I might have some footage here. Actually, no, I don't think I do. Um, oh, I'm really bummed. Oh. Yeah, that that is a bummer, man. What, what man? What were you thinking? <laughs> It, well, I mean, it's 50 bucks. I was waiting to get a paycheck. True, I don't, do they true, charge, true, do they true. charge you up front? 
Yes, I believe so. Yeah, like I don't, like, um, I, I don't like pre-orders like that. So, I, I actually don't but, know. Not, I, I'm, I'm not too sure, but I, uh, I don't know. I was thinking that every <laughs> other one of their pre-orders is still up for pre-order. That's what I was thinking. Exactly, and and I hope that's part of the correction. Like I was saying, I think maybe they've been seeing that the others have not been selling in stores. So at least if they stock this in stores, people will buy it. You know. And I mean that might be the yeah. case anyway with this figure and this collection, but who knows? Um, there's just way too many Dennis Nedrys on the shelf right now, and the Amber Collection's never, never done anything. Yeah. Like I've we've we've had Amber Collection on our shelves for a while, and they've never been selling. They actually just started introducing the Human Amber Collection. Um, they have the latest iteration of Ian Malcolm with the walkie-talkie, mm-hmm. um, and then they also have Ray Arnold. So they've had two of each of those in my location and one of them sold. So, uh, you know, at least it's good for one of those guys. But um, historically, in my my location, and I'm always asking around, seeing what other people are saying. And uh, I know Victoria from Victoria's Cantina, uh, you know, has a big uh, conversation about this that she wants to do. So, um, you know. It's it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how this all pans out and how it all looks in the future. But I I, I hope for your sake. I'm I'm just like I'm flustered now that you didn't get this, and I I don't I can't imagine how you feel. <laughs> I'm literally sweating. Oh, if you're no. listening to this, if you're listening to this, go to the YouTube and I, I'm like freaking out. Oh, no. This is my reaction every time there's a Comic Con exclusive or. Yeah uh like one living in canada we don't get these things like the day of that usually this stuff is like months later that we'll get stuff yeah um well I'm freaking out I'm it freaking is out. you know maybe you maybe you'll have to import it or something like that you know we know a lot of people overseas so um it is available on smiths.com or smiths uk toy whatever though i don't know what the website is um but uh they i don't know if it's sold out there don't don't quote me on this but i am shocked that uh they actually listed this as as sold out so kudos for seeing that but i I feel bad yeah the pre-orders yes um so that's interesting haven't seen that before but um, i'm really freaking out i'm really bummed (laughs) anyway uh i you know the kind of that kind of took a turn that I wasn't expecting. Um, you know, again, shout out to uh, Jurassic Outpost for the videos, uh, always featuring a, a great look at uh, these figures. And you know, in, in this case, they actually showcased uh, a good amount of like how this would look in the film, like upside down and attacking the vehicle and stuff like that. So that's always cool. Um, but yeah, man, you got to keep your eyes peeled because there's more stuff coming in the future. <laughs> I know. Now I'm like stressing. I'm like, well, well I mean, this is I kind guess, of the one, right? Like, yeah, that is that is the one. You know, that is the thing. Um, I guess you don't have to pay attention until August, so you, you're not into the Amber Collection. So you get two months worth of Amber Collection stuff coming. Um, but I'm gonna stress about this until like the end of August. That's the yeah, problem. yeah. All right. Well, there's nothing, yeah. really nothing I can do now. <laughs> Oh, oh I man. can order I can order the Rainbow Unicorn for nineteen ninety nine. Plenty of those in stock. Is there? Okay. Well, 
Yeah, you could try. You could try. I don't know if it's Jurassic related, but uh, no. maybe that'll maybe that'll be Mr. DNA's uh, recommendation on nine fifteen. <clears throat> maybe. Um, <laughs> I'm so oh, oh no! I'm so dumb. <laughs> I'm so dumb. I, I apologize for laughing at you, but uh, this is Dude, yeah. Every other one of their figures is just like a million of them. I'm uh. so dumb. <laughs> I'm gonna end up like, dude. I'm gonna end up spending like two hundred dollars on this thing. I'm uh, so dumb. No, no, no. I, look, I have hope that we'll, you know, after seeing everything we've seen. And that's that is the reason for this conversation is the fact that too many I'm, have ended up in stores after pre-orders. So I, I I'm, I'm I'm keeping my fingers crossed that that is still true, even though I wanted this conversation to say I don't want that to be true anymore. <laughs> but in this case, I want that to be true for your sake. That we I keep can trying to I walk keep telling in myself, and get it. There's not been a Jurassic figure that I haven't been able to get that I wanted. Uh huh. Like I, there's like the Postosuchus is like one that I. I'm not, but I'm not even hunting that down. Sure. Um, any of the, like I've been able to, I've, I've figured it out and they've all wound up in boxes in that closet, but I figured it out. <laughs> oh, freak it out, man. Freak it out. Oh, well, let's, let's move away from this. So we don't freak you out anymore. Oh, I'm sorry, man. Let's, uh, let's I'm like, move the, on. I'm like the laughing stock of the Jurassic community right now. They're all <laughs> laughing at me. <laughs> I'm on a monthly podcast about it, and I don't have one pre-ordered. What a dummy! Oh, and you get our oh. news. You get you get your news from us. So I've talked about this, man. What's going on? Oh, What's happening? I knew this was out for pre-order. Oh. What am I doing with my life? Oh my gosh! Uh, well, let's move on to our next topic, and uh, that is going to be Jurassic World Dominion score. All right, so uh, Michael Giacchino has been posting, or, you know, in the past, this was at the beginning of May. Um, he posted some pictures and all kinds of stuff. There's a track name, Alan for granted. Um, for, let me get, let me get your take on that. I, I didn't bring it up here, but uh, what do you think about that title for, for a track? Do you, do you have any uh, inference on what that would mean uh, for, cause like he's always really, really on the nose with his track titles um, if you look at well, like, they're always the titles like from the puns. Past. I don't, I don't like his. I don't. I've never been a fan <laughs> of his titling. Yeah, it's um, kind of you know you can give or take. Like I, I do always like the the original John Williams track titles and stuff like that. These are fun, but they're certainly way different. You know, I just need the I just need the song title to tell me where it basically is happening in the movie. Um, mm -hmm. Alan for I mean, it doesn't really mean much to me. Uh, someone's probably not listening to grant. Like that seems like a very tropey thing that's going to happen. Right. Is yeah. grant will say something and then people will do the opposite. Uh, so <laughs> I'm not like that. His names don't really, uh, don't really do much for me. Now the music itself though, feels more dominion or I'm sorry. Of course it feels dominion. Yeah. feels more, uh, fallen kingdom ish. Right. Like, <laughs> that well, big operatic music I'll, I'll get to that one in a second we i have one up here that's um it's more jurassic world actually sure um, yeah, yeah yeah so so this is the first one that he posted i'll go back to the beginning actually it's literally basically um the end of jurassic world nine to survival job sounds a lot mm -hmm. like that 
ends here in a very sentimental way. Very different, very different way. When when Jurassic World finishes, like it it, it does that, you know, it has that that same yeah. movement. It has the same movement there, but it's much bigger and, and bolder. And then it ends on the, the like tr- soaring trumpets and and just a massive crescendo. And just like all you hear is bum bum bum, and then the T Rex is roaring, and then the movie closes. It's massive. This it would be a brilliant way to you know. I think close everything out if they did that, but it sounds sounds a bit somber. What, what do you what do you take on this and potentially it being you know maybe the end of the movie or something? I mean, I think one. I, I think this is the end of the movie, like for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah, of course, this is how it's gonna end. Like, I don't think it's gonna end on like the big, you know, the bum bum bum. Like, Trevor has said, this is his trilogy and. You know whether he produces the next wave of films, uh, you know maybe. But like, I just don't think that. Yeah, I, I mean that sounds yeah. great. I I, I kind of like where you're going with that though. Like this is his kind of goodbye um, to be yeah. able to like to you know probably like you're saying he he may go on to produce like Steven Spielberg has um, for these movies. He he will probably produce whatever is is done in the future, but in terms of, you know, being behind the camera, being the person helming the project. Um, yeah, I could see that being like, all right, final, my final goodbye. You know, it's going to kind of end on this bittersweet, you know, mo- uh, moment here. Um, I don't know how, you know, it'll end, but like, it definitely sounds like hopeful, but like, I don't know, bittersweet in a way. Like, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. I'm really bothered that I missed out the pre-orders on this T-Rex. <laughs> this is really bugging me. Oh. Really bugging me. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll come. I'm, I'm, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, I think this. I think this series. I think for all intents and purposes, I think this is the end of the series. Like, yeah, they want to do another wave of films but i think this is the i don't think i think whatever's next is not chris pratt is not claire deering is you know i i think whatever's next is is the big next thing like yeah it's the next cast it's the next story um sure yeah so you're you kind know, of starting fresh i don't think and, i don't think yeah. blue is in the next wave of films well I mean, you know what blue seems like the thing that they would try never you never know yeah you never know Um, but yeah i get it because like this this could be the conclusion it's kind of like this the you know summarizing everything that has happened before you know with the past and jurassic park coming to a close with maybe the theme park aspect of these obviously they really have closed that off but like that you know at this point it's definitely done nobody's i don't think anybody's opening a third but uh, you never know (laughs) so um but yeah it definitely sounds uh you know, sad and bittersweet and kind of like touching yeah. and uh, just a bunch of emotions in there. But uh, the big one, which you were kind of more so referring to. So we, we kind of touched on Jurassic World. Now, mm-hmm. we're, you know, touching on, like you just said, Fallen Kingdom um, <clears throat> in, in a much bigger way. Man, this is insane. So this is um, 
Colin's Twitter, uh, no, I'm sorry, Instagram, and he's out there playing a video game. Uh, duh, what is it? Dark Souls Three. Is he playing the uh, Dark Souls remake? Yeah. yeah. Dark Souls Three. I don't know. I've never played. Have you played this game? I don't. I don't like punishing. I don't like punishing video games. <laughs> okay, uh, I, I've never played it, so I have no idea. But I now I now I don't really want to. So, um, but. I I uh, I don't know if that has if any of this has anything to do with Jurassic. I don't really feel like it. I think he just wanted to see what it sounded like. But you know, we kind of try to look at everything from all angles. But uh, let's go ahead and listen to this because it's pretty it's pretty epic and just mm-hmm. out of control. So. That is brutal. So yeah, that is uh, like I said, that's brutal, man. What what what's your take? A better video to go with that is the moment I realized the T Rex is sold out of Target's uh, pre-order <laughs> thing. That is the music oh, to gosh. me looking at the website <laughs> and seeing the pre-orders are sold out. Like I uh, want, I want that synced up. Like so, the moment like you hear the the dun 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 dun, and you hear like the you know the music kind of rising there. But then the moment yeah. that it like the impact comes in is the moment where your eyes just open a little bit too much, and you're like, oh, "What have I done?" <laughs> and then that's your that's your reaction. The rest of that video. <laughs> um. Oh no. I don't like that music. Oh it's, man. I mean I it, it's not thematic or anything, so it's it's kind of like saying that I don't want to like listen to like the raptor attack music from the John Williams score. It's kind of it, to me it's just kind of filler like Sure. It's filler Ooh, chaos no. music. Yeah. This is uh-huh. not a track that I'm going to like chill out to and work to. You know, no, I mean, um, I, I tend to listen to like the scores like, you know, from start to finish. If I'm listening to them, I don't like single out tracks most of the time. But um, but yeah, I could I can understand that. It's not like you don't you don't really just throw on like especially like uh, Don Davis's score. There's a lot of like this kind of style in there. Not as not yeah, as intense, just, not as intense, but like pretty wild. Um, so but that makes yeah. sense, right? Because Don Davis's movie doesn't have nice sweet moments there's one in like the yeah. entire movie and it's so and it has a beautiful score behind that moment actually and it's like it's a, like a very yeah, standout score but like but that yeah the rest of it is very just in your face and you're like run, ah, run. too much too to much too from much. this yeah we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna run from raptors we're gonna run into a herd then we're gonna run into the woods we're gonna run from a spinosaurus <laughs> then we're gonna yeah. run to a bird cage then we're gonna run through the bird cage <laughs> then we're gonna run down the river then we're gonna run from the raptors then we're gonna run to the beach it's like the whole a movie of, is just a run. lot of running yeah <laughs> yeah so i don't like that now here's here's you say that like you will listen to the albums from like start to finish mm-hmm. i will do that every once in a while if it's like i'm sitting down to like okay, I, I'm going to listen to an album, which is like such a very like, I feel like it's such an old man thing to say. But like, <laughs> I have, I, I'm a, I, cause I, I mean, I'm old man. I still use iTunes. Like, so this is, Ooh, okay. I'm, I'm an old man. Yeah. So like, I have my playlist that is just all the, all Jurassic music. So mm-hmm. I can quickly go to it. Oh yeah. yeah. Find the track have the, that I need. Have the same thing. We, right? yeah, I feel like we all yeah. have that playlist. But then I have like, <laughs> I have like Jurassic. Aaron's chill Jurassic music, which is like Ooh. that massive, it's that massive list pared down to just like, I just want to chill and 
okay. work and listen to Jurassic I like music. I like so, that. Like, there's two Jurassic playlists on my computer. Okay, I'm sorry. The music that doesn't make me feel like I'm running from a dinosaur that wants to kill me. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so that is a song that I will hear in the movies. I will maybe listen to it once or twice after, but I will probably never listen to that that particular piece much after, um, unless it's in the movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's not I an mean, insult. That's not an insult on it. I'm sure whatever's happening in this movie at that time is it's a, yeah. It sounds horrifying. really chaotic and horrifying. Yeah. and it does. It gives me vibes of of different things from the past. Um, but yeah, I, I can't wait to hear how that's incorporated. And see, I liked, I loved, I really, really loved Fallen Kingdom's score, um, even more so than Jurassic yeah. World. Jurassic World was epic, and I loved that score. But I think he just took it to a new and, and different level in Fallen Kingdom. And it sounds I like we're going that direction. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it sounds like we're going in that direction. And I'm actually interested in, in seeing like where it goes from there, um, how how it differentiates itself. Um, but yeah, that is, it's too it's too cool. I really like the way it sounds. Yeah, opposite of you. <laughs> I like. Who knows? I mean, the Fallen Kingdom score. I think I've said it on this podcast. I didn't like it in the beginning, and now mm-hmm. like I love it. So yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe it'll grow on me. I you know who knows? I don't know. Yeah, I think I hope I hope it does. I mean, that is one of the things I look forward to the most is the scores. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, I just I want to see the movie. And then as soon as I get out of the movie, the score is already downloaded on my phone, ready to play as I'm leaving the theater or, you know, you're a fake, you know, you're a fake, you're a fake fan. Why? You don't still buy the, you still don't buy the CDs of the, of this franchise. No, no fake fan, fake fan. Where do I, I where would I even do Where would I do that? I don't even know where I, I got, would do that anymore. I got all of them back there. All, <laughs> I got like all five movies. I got like three versions okay, of Jurassic talk, Park. Talk back about there. talk about the old say that old man thing again that you just said. <laughs> I got all the albums on my okay. shelf. See, I, I would do that. I would buy an album of it, like the big, you know, the the I have actual. Those, I album. have those two. I have so Jurassic I, I, I love I, got, I love albums, but like, but a CD? No, I. I yeah. stopped. I stopped at the at the Lost World. There was no, there was never going to be a better CD case than that. Why bother? You know, that's why that's the way I see it. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, uh, <laughs> but no, if it's if it's my favorite of something and Jurassic is my favorite of movies, I buy all the physical that I can get see, my hands I, on. See, so, yeah, I used to be that way when it came to music. Um, I do. I, I, I still support the artist. So, like, I will still buy it, uh, you know, via iTunes or wherever I can. Um, you know, for ones that I'm really, really into, but, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I don't do that. I, cause where, I, I don't even, where do I get that? I, I guess you can buy it on Amazon. Amazon. Or yeah. Like, I mean, I, support, you're supporting big conglomerate yeah. corporations. <laughs> I mean, Amazon has it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, um, I, I think about it all the time and this is super old man too, but like I go to, I, I, I drive by a building that used to be like a Sam Goody or like, or, or, um, you know, just whatever the, the oldest, uh, CD stores were or whatever that used to drive by. Um, yeah. Blockbuster music. Yeah. 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 So I, I used to do that a lot. Or I, I still do that all the time. I'm like, ah, oh, 
I just want to go into that. And I, I like, I always think about like looking over to my wife and saying like, oh, you know, that used to be, but I'm like, I probably already said that every time we've driven by this I, place. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. So I'm the same way. There's a store that very, so we, we had a blockbuster music in where I grew up as a little kid. Wow. And I don't even know well, what I'm, that is, to be honest. Dude, blockbuster music was awesome. It was like, imagine, wow, I'm really deep. Wait, We're really going to do ourselves. Imagine blockbuster, but with music. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, but wait, no, no, no. Like, okay. <laughs> no. Wow. What, what more could there like be? Our, I feel like our audience is like really, really young and I'm going to really, really <laughs> date myself. So imagine, remember when Best Buy sold like music and like that's yeah, when you yeah. go to Best Buy for it was oh, for music. That's not the like only reason else. I ever went. Yeah. Yeah, it was for music. I, right? I would go like every Tuesday, like early morning, to try to get my CDs. Yeah, yeah. no, no. So, but Blockbuster Music was yeah. legit. The was the size of an entire Best Buy. Okay, wow. Whoa. So right, I've right? never seen like, this place before. My gosh. So when I was, dude, I bought the Jurassic Park cassette from them. This is how long ago this was. So they had CDs and cassettes at Blockbuster Music, and wow, you could. You could sample all the music at like a listening station and they had like an actual person like manning the listening station. And if you, if you didn't, if they didn't have it in their sampling section, they would take one off the shelf and like, you could like sample it there. Uh, and like they would open it up and you, they'd sample mm-hmm. it. And I always, I felt wow. bad, right? Because I was like, oh, I would love, please, I would love to sample the Jurassic Park CD. Uh, yeah. I would like to hear the finest quality of John Williams music. And I can just imagine the kid being like, you, you're going to buy this, man. Like, why? You're going to make me open this? Like, if you don't <laughs> buy it, I can't sell this. Um, yeah, that's that's a bold uh, store policy, I guess. Yeah, so like, so kids, before before Spotify, before digital music, you had to go to a store, and you could choose between cassette and CD. Look at this place, man! This is a relic. I see. I've I've legit never seen this before. This Blockbuster Music logo. This is brand new to me in 2021. (laughs) It's so awesome. It was so awesome, dude. It was like, I'm thinking like a Sam Goody, right? Like you're talking like three or four rows of CDs or whatever. This is the best this, 90s aesthetic you could ever see. Well, what is this place? Because awesome. there's Mario on the wall and video games all over. This is amazing. What is this? Oh, I this don't see that. We didn't have the video games like this. Like, this is crazy. This this is even crazy to me. Um, uh-huh. But it had a very, like, this. no, screw <laughs> that blockbuster video look. No, forget that. What? But, this is fake image of this guy carrying... Uh, this is pointless for the podcast, but guy carrying a bunch Ooh, of So one, VHS. two, and row three. Row three. <laughs> okay, the fourth picture from the left. So uh-huh. I'm no down over, over, over. No, oh no. Okay, go left. Yeah, like that right there. Click on that. <laughs> That's what the outside of our blockbuster music looked like. It just had this big oh, blue overhang. Just a normal blockbuster, yeah. <laughs> oh, is it? I mean, it, no, no, no. This is blockbuster music, but it looks. If you just take away the music sign, it looks exactly the same. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. we had the big sign out front like that. Blockbuster. Oh, dude, this place was awesome. Place was awesome. Bought my first wow. CD there. Wow. Jurassic Park like... and Mission Impossible. I was a cool kid. That's, that's man. See, mine was. This is like a huge tangent. I, I feel like there was another one. 
Sam Goody is 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 a good one, but like I don't think that was the F-Y- one I'm thinking. Fye no. was huge in the mall. Yeah, no, they're still a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've all, all those kinds of stores always just become like pop stores now, where it's like you can buy all kinds of pop culture, you know, yeah, things like that. Um, yeah. I don't know, but what we're even talking about at this point? <laughs> CDs, oh, how ancient, music. Dude, we're talking about how ancient we are. <laughs> what, what, what were we talking about before we went on that tangent? Oh we're going to be eighty running this podcast. And yeah. All right. So go to your latest, uh, your newest uh, blockbuster music to buy Jurassic World Dominion score when it comes out next June. Um, but yeah, so I think that about does it for the main topics. We do have uh, one last topic, but if you guys do not want to know anything about Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous, please back out. Um, We're going to talk in full spoilers for the show. So 10 episodes um, aired on Netflix May 21st of Friday. Um, We're going to go into all 10 episodes, talk about the entirety of the series and all of the details. So if you do not want to hear anything... Please, please uh, go away. I, I do want to say this, though. If you're not going to listen because I've previously not liked the first two episodes that much, mm-hmm. hang out. Seasons. Because I got I have different things to say. Ooh, so yeah. I like I like I that. Might I like surprise that you if you hang out. <laughs> you're going to you're going to surprise people. I, I like that because I, like when. So going into the, we'll just dive into the spoiler conversation. Let me get rid of the Sam Goody business here for a second. Spoilers here. Spoilers um, here. So I cannot, I cannot believe I missed the pre-orders for that T-Rex. <laughs> what is wrong with me? Oh gosh! Oh my gosh, dude! I I'm so sorry you missed those. Um, All right. But so. Where should we start with with uh, let's just go into your feelings. What were your general feelings um, on? Well, first off, like you just said, you summarized kind of season one and two. If you have anything else to say about that, of course. No, I mean, I just but then move into season three. Historically, I've always been kind of lukewarm. Um, Mm -hmm. I I enjoy them for what they are. I thought I was like surprised how much I enjoyed this. I still can't get behind the writing. I think some of the acting is overdone. Um, and this is coming from someone who watches Disney Channel shows. Uh, <laughs> if if given the opportunity to mindlessly binge a Disney Channel show, I will. Um, and I like th- this skews even younger than that for me. Um, I looked at the cast on this. A lot of these cast people are Disney. Like they run in that Disney kids circle. Um, but this season pleasantly surprised me. Um, yeah, I mean, do you, do you want me just to go through my notes? Like, I know you enjoyed it. Uh, um, yeah, I, I definitely enjoyed it. I mean, I, you know, I put out, um, we put out all of our content on that. We did the non-spoiler first and, you know, talked about how much we loved it just overall, then went deep into um, nearly like episode by episode, um, as far as you know what all the spoilers were. So if you want something really, really, really in depth, definitely go check out those those episodes. But um, but yeah, I I, I mean really... I'll I'll run through my notes if you want. Yeah, yeah. like that that's I fine. Yeah, I I I just loved it and I thought it was a ton of fun. 
Um, so yeah. So last time we talked about Camp Cretaceous, it was like we were like months removed from season two. You wanted my thoughts, and I like literally couldn't even remember what had happened like at all. <laughs> um, I couldn't even remember that I had seen a season three trailer. Like this is how a blue, this is how yeah. far removed we were from any Camp Cretaceous content, right? So this time I took notes. I jotted down notes so yeah. that uh, I could have an intelligent conversation about this franchise that I supposedly love so much that I <laughs> did, couldn't be bothered to pre-order the most sought after toy in the last five years. Oh. Um, okay. So my first note is hang gliding set pieces. Cool. Solar gondola makes sense. Dimorphodon eggs were way too big. That's what I, that okay. was my first note. Uh, I, then my next note was, hooray, there's a Ranosaurus. Model is better than Jurassic World Evolution, thank God. Why is it attacking the boat? <laughs> that was, um, it actually made sense. People were like, oh, uh, who was it? Was it James? Well, one of the Jameses was like, oh, I didn't know a Ranosaurus was like a killer. And it's like, ah, if you make an elephant mad, which which generally is a herbivore and really wants nothing to do with you, if you make it mad, it will. It's gonna attack you. You know what I'm saying? Like sure, a giraffe yeah. is going, will attack. Have you seen that video of the giraffe chasing that jeep? Oh, yeah, yeah. With the Jurassic with yeah, the Jurassic yeah. Park audio overlay, it's scary. <laughs> I'm not generally yeah. afraid of giraffe, but I would be afraid of that giraffe. Yeah, um, I. But I, I I looked at it too, and I was like, this is weird. Like, why is this? Why is this happening? Like. It, it seems. It long. seemed. I think that was the thing. It, it did go on very long. It just seemed odd. I was like, "Why is why is this happening for so long?" Um, but once the the season gets on, you you do understand the value of of what was happening there. You know, with the fact that there's a Scorpius Rex uh, loose on this island. As far as the kids know, there's one Scorpius on this island, and they, you know, they. Darius just makes a passing comment like, oh, that must be why all the dinosaurs are acting weird. And it works. Like that moment, that works for me. Um, when it previously, when I watched it, I was like, oh, this is a little weird. I'm having a blast with that moment. But, you know, no, I, I'm wondering why. why they're just attacking kids. Like, like yeah. the well, level I, of I just, attacking. I just think that these things are, everything is off balance. They don't know what to trust and what to believe. And the dinosaurs just really don't know how to act at that moment. I think so. I think there's a lot of attacking, you know, unnaturally there, but. Okay. Uh, my next comment was Monolophosaurus exclamation, 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 action figure, the show. I love action figures. So I love action figure, the show. I hate that thing. <laughs> Take that thing down. Ah, no, get no, out of here, man. Get rid of it. No, we're gonna it's go, staying there. Gonna it's staying there. No, we're, we're gonna we're gonna go. Oh, it's so ugly. Yes. Um, purposefully. I know, but <laughs> I have things. I have things. Well, I have right, notes. Go, hurry, get through your notes so we can all talk right. about it. Come on. Uh, there's been a penthouse this whole time. What key card? But Monolophosaurus took two minutes to figure out how to get into the building, and that kind of like. So I'm not really sure. Really I'm not really sure what because I don't remember the details of that that you're talking about. Um, well, the whole thing is like, okay, there's been this, there's been this penthouse this whole time. All they had to do was walk up to the building and be like, "Hey, can we pry open the AC grate to get some, like, mm -hmm. 
if I lock, my, if it's a regular day and I lock my, and I forget my key card, I'm going to wait for someone to open up the door to the penthouse. But if I'm living outside with killer dinosaurs, I'm going to figure out how to break into a building. Does that make sense? Like, I will figure it out. Sure, sure. I, you know, um, I, it's weird because, like, I, I don't remember what they had said in the first season. Was it just the fact that they didn't have a way in? Because I remember he mentions yeah. he mentions it early, like I think in like season one or some sometime around there. But like, well, but it's only like it's like, oh, we need the key card. But if the power's out, you technically don't need the key cards. So either the yeah. doors are just locked, <laughs> yeah. or they're unhinged or something. Like the locks go out. Ideally, if the power's off, you would think that the locks would just go out. Mm-hmm. because i'm assuming they're magnetic of some sort so like yeah if the power's out you shouldn't be able to get the thing is is like the lobby is not the goal you can destroy whatever you want in the lobby area <laughs> of the building break windows do what you have to do the goal is to get higher so yeah. you're not breaking into the hotel or this penthouse to stay on the ground floor you're breaking in because you want as many doorways and elevator paths separating you from dinosaurs Mm -hmm. and the fact that like in season three which you have really no sense of time until the end of season three yeah uh which is a whole nother thing um you have no sense of time until the end of season three but it's been six months now no after six months no one's like you know what guys let's go try it again like we're, (laughs) we're bored we got nothing to do let's go try to break in um okay whatever that's 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 no uh let's say i'm gonna save this one for last uh my big takeaway which i loved was that john hammond's book death is now lore wait are the original books mythology in the jurassic world universe so did the events of jurassic park happen in the movies and then did someone piece together a bunch of stories and write these books? Which no. is awesome. No, yeah, I, don't think, I don't think that's what happened. I just think like literally there's those Jurassic World forums that we see at the, you know, in season one and people are like, just type it like, you know, there's probably a thread on there of like what happened at Jurassic Park. And like the myth has grown at this point. And somebody once said, oh, I think he, I think the, you know, the. The, the guy died the guy who made the park died you know outside bit by but that's how he dies in the, she i know oh i know that she, I, trust me i know that but like i'm saying in this no. world like that's how that happened there's not i don't think there's like some like bible written for the history of jurassic park in no in i don't world. think it's a history of jurassic park either i think it's like i just think it's some book that someone wrote like how <laughs> you know how they're no, to, to the you're getting like point. in the weeds here with this oh, season really so far. I'm, really I'm like, what it. is happening? What is this? You know, there's that book that we bought on Amazon that's like totally like we have no idea how this thing was even allowed to be written. Oh yeah, yeah because yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I think dead, that's kind of what I think that's what exists. Something like that. that. Yeah. Um, and it, and it, it also, if these two, I'm gonna air quote books. I don't know if I'm using that properly, but like, if these books exist in that universe, it explains why Malcolm dies in the first book and is alive in the second. Because if you're getting all these different points dude, of views as to what happened, dude, I don't even you know can... what you're. I don't even know what you're talking about anymore. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, I, I understand what happens in the novels, but how does yeah. that, how how does that how does a novel pertain to this show? 
because you, she you, said you, she read it like, somewhere. You've she gone read it in the novels. No, I don't think she read it in a novel. I think she just. Oh, I think it's she did. it's an I illusion. It's 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 alluding to the novels, obviously. But I think yeah, I don't think there's books. I don't think there's books. I think she just read it on there's, a forum or books. you know online. These kids there's don't. Two books. No, no, there's not. <laughs> Two books. You can buy them at your local Barnes and Noble. Oh my God! No, there's not. Come on. What? There's two books <laughs> written by some secret person. Secret. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, who? Who is? Who is? <laughs> that secret person so, is Doctor Wu. He's annoyed at all this, and he just wants the real, the real truth out there. <laughs> uh, I wrote down Darius. Da- Darius's dad loves Gallimimus, and I was uh-huh. like respect and that's, that's the note that's, my that's favorite. the note you just wrote earlier before that's what i wrote earlier yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh respect because that's my favorite dinosaur in oh, fact okay, is this the yeah. first time that we see gallimimus in camp cretaceous uh, or are they always floating around no i think they've i, I don't know i think they've been there i, I was on but... the dude i was legit on the verge of tears when i thought he was gonna get to pet a gallimimus like I was yeah. like, oh my god! <laughs> I know. Like, I think some... didn't Kenji ruin it like both times or something like that with the walkie talkies? Yeah. yeah, something. <sighs> I was bummer. like, uh, like legit. I was having a moment to this, ch- yeah. this children's show. Um, the kitchen is back! Exclamation point. Uh, kind of cool. I mean, it was a little too on the nose. Like I would have just been fine with it. Like, oh, like look, we're in the kitchen, but like they went with the whole circle window breath thing again i was like okay we're a little too much um oh and then this is where i get to wtf 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 fallen kingdom all capitalized (laughs) exclamation exclamation uh the mosasaurus does its trick and so at first i was like i was like cool we're in the rain like we don't get to see rain very much in jurassic world anymore it's very much a Spielberg thing, which I think is terrifying. All these animals look, all of this stuff is scarier in, in the dark. And this is kind of what I was getting at with like, I don't get who this show is for because it's too scary for like, probably like my, I, I, I know that my sister would probably not let my five-year-old nephew watch this. Now, did you, you watch this with your kid? I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. He, he how watched he, it. He, how did he, he handle this it. season? He loved it. And, yeah, the, you know, I don't think he ever really got too scared or anything. One, maybe right. one moment he like curled up. He's like, "Oh, that's scary," but like, I don't think he really he doesn't. He watches like ghost content all the time, and he doesn't care about that stuff. So, okay. Um, well, but yeah, so I, I, is- I, I didn't, I didn't feel like uncomfortable or anything. I didn't feel like it would, you know, we watched it at the same time together, so like for the first time. So yeah. you know, we I was seeing it the first time he was seeing it. So, um, but yeah, it is it is drastically like scarier due to this creature that we see right here. You know, uh, we get the confirmation that this is six months since Jurassic world. Yep. Uh, and then I said, my last note is, Oh, I'm going to circle back to this other one. My last note is what's in the boat cargo. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm assuming it's a replicant. Mm. Let me circle back to my note. Cause I have no notes about the Scorpius Rex. I, I, I have no notes about it. It's oh my god! Wait, I thought you said you liked this season. What's happening? <laughs> let's, let's let's get there. Let me circle back. Okay. This okay. contra this contradicts Jurassic World websites and current 
uh, lore. Uh, uh-huh. But I will choose a show over a website every time. Um, that's yeah. not that I, I actually had a conversation with Jack the other day. It's not any disrespect to, to him or what chaos theorem has created. Uh, it's just that I think this medium blends better with the movies. It's just being a visual medium um, mm-hmm. and something that I don't have to search for um, and, and no specific keywords uh, that I'm looking for. Uh, this is something that I would choose if, if, if this was ever announced as official canon, uh, yeah, I guess I would probably choose to go with this instead of, instead of the website. I did say to him, I said, you know, I said, I feel bad. I said, uh, I thought that I thought that what they created, cause I've said it a million times here, what they're doing is canon until it's not canon. You know, until a creative comes along and says, I don't want to be beholden to a website, to a show, to a, a video yeah. game. Right. Yeah, you like, said that for everything. Yeah. Whatever. I said that for everything. Yeah. And it's not just his website. Um, it's, it's Jurassic for some reason it's Canon until it's conveniently not Canon. Um, I thought for sure that his website would have lasted uncontested until Trevorrow left the series. Mm-hmm. Um, I could have seen easily a new creative team coming in and being like, Hey, all the extended stuff, you know, we're grateful for all of it, but we're going to kind of just do our own thing. And like, what we move forward now, the movies are canonical and, and everything else is just like an adventure. Yeah. I think this is a pretty, uh, I thought it was kind of crappy to be honest with you. Like, his his website like to me like the website is it's there and it's tough to, it's i think it's tough to navigate but like it's not like it's impossible like the back door and stuff like that you mean like the back door it's not like yeah. it's impossible it's like if you cared in the slightest you could have called him up and been like hey can you like we, we want to do this we want to do these things can you tell us about your website like something just like just like when i watched Jurassic park 3 and they talk about where the carnivores are in relation to the herbivores. And it's like different than the lost world. It's like, dude, all you had to do was watch the first half hour of the lost world and you wouldn't have this problem. Um, yeah. Well, was it, was it... are flying loose in the lost world, but they're yeah. not in Jurassic park three. Like exactly. That's why like, I, I I'm kind of like, I don't care about canon at this point, you know, really too much. I, I, I you know, I have, well, so much in the past but like i'm 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 at the point of just throwing it in the towel because like 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 you said stuff between even even the actual films doesn't make a ton of sense um and then add in everything else and i i like it and i appreciate it like i will still always reference those websites and everything that's on them uh you know when when the conversation you know comes to that that place and uh, but you know, at the same time, you have to like, look at what the information is and be like, well, does this contradict something that I've seen on film or on television? And if it does, then I ultimately will choose what's visual instead of what's uh, on a website. Right. Um, well, and, but yeah. and just like really simple things. They gave a, they gave a species count in Jurassic park. Okay. And I forget the number. I want to say 15. Does 15 sound right? Oh, you better um, say the right one. <laughs> what? You better say the right number. <laughs> I think it's 15 in the original. Yeah, we'll preface um, everything by saying species. 
preface everything by saying we've never we don't research at all, right? I so. didn't research this, <laughs> and I'm not pulling it up. Uh, but they give an actual species count. Um, mm -hmm. They're in the jeeps. Gennaro is talking to Hammond, and he says, "Oh, there's X amount of species, right?" Um, we only see seven. You get to the Lost World. Uh, the number between the Lost World and uh, Jurassic Park gets tighter because we have more. We're introduced to more species now, because the Lost World is also species that don't necessarily have to be in the park yet. Mm -hmm. The 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 amount of species between Jurassic Park and Jurassic Park Three, the number can supersede. The number of species we're introduced to can actually supersede the number we're told to in Jurassic Park because Hammond yeah. is talking about the number of dinosaurs on Isla Nublar at that point. He's not yeah. talking about animals in research or in production over on Sorna. Okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> Trevorrow and his creative team had a get-out-of-jail-free card with Jurassic World. And for some reason... He has Gray go through the history of numbers on the oh, boat. Yeah. yeah, right. Oh, what they is... started with X amount of species. They why? Why would you do that? Don't don't tell me how many dinosaurs there are because now I'm just gonna count every time you introduce <laughs> introduce a new one. You've just given yourself a corner. So when Aranosaurus gets introduced and uh Monolophosaurus gets introduced and people in the chats are like, where were these on the, the lost or the Jurassic world website? And where were they on the map? It's like, yeah, dude, all you had to do was not have gray say that there was a number of animals and you just didn't have to print maps with like, why, why would you do this? I don't know where I'm going with this, but like, no, I, I get what this you is. Mean. What, this yeah. is the canon that I'm talking like, that's a simple thing to just omit. And then canon doesn't matter when it comes to species of dinosaurs. And yet yeah. they insist on doing these things. It's like the 90s, which is like what drove me nuts. It's like everything is its own canon, yet somehow it's all related to the to the movie. And it's like, oh, I don't know, man. I I can't like and we were debating what was what was our what was our oh, you had seen it. You let me just talk out of my rear last time. Because you had you had I, seen it for previews. Yeah, yeah. So, you yeah you knew the history of the scorpius rex last time we talked <laughs> yeah yeah so do you remember where i landed on that did, did i think this was a a mid-step um well i know that we our our main discussion when we were talking about <clears throat> scorpius was how it related to the indominus right we were talking about how and when this thing would have been born yeah. and bred and we were talking about the yeah. time, the time frame, and we were referring back. And Jack kind of informed us that, like, the Indominus, according to them, was born in 2012. But it, from our perspective, or at least my perspective, I was saying, you know, we see this show show us that dinosaurs are bred in a matter of few weeks, and or not, you know, however long, but like they they grow up in a matter of few weeks. So we we were kind of referring to that pattern with the Indominus as well saying that they could have been, you know, born just a few weeks ago, gotten to the size. So when was this born? And then we did talk okay. about this being first at some point. So, so, all right, here's where 
this is I, I hate the Scorpius Rex. I really dislike it. Well, um, actually, a look, lot before, of before you get far, I, I did bring up the uh, uh, Jurassic World on my phone. And of course, it just disappeared. But um, I brought it up because I wanted to relay what the numbers were. So Gray says, yeah, when they first opened, they had eight species. So when they first opened in 2005. Um, and the this is the kind of documentation that like I feel like the the back door and DPG, all that good stuff, like, you know, this is the kind of stuff that they kind of parse out, right, with their lists and you know, especially yeah. with JP three when they mentioned like what was on Inchen's list and you know, so they kind of showcase all of these things that were available as dinosaurs back then and then between each film, like you were saying, um, and kind of try to make sense of it. But then but so here's where here's where I is, say things like, oh, I'm going to take a show. I don't think the show has ever mentioned what happened to Sorna. No, no. DPG DPG in the back door has has basically written the story of Sorna. And as a story, I don't really like. So. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm like, I know I'm anti headcanon, but I don't have headcanon now. I have two versions of canon that I can choose from. Yeah. And I prefer the one where Sorna is kind of a mystery still as opposed to knowing yeah. that Sorna is just kind of DOA, you know, it, it, it's just, it's just in a shroud of fog off the coast. It's, it's doing its own right. thing. Um, but he, right. he did, he did go on to say, and now they have 14 herb- herbivores and six carnivores. So I, I have not, you know, brought up the numbers myself to see which ones they were and, and all that back in 2015, maybe, but maybe, but, um, but there's even yeah. animals on the there's even animals on the original Jurassic World website that we've not yet seen. Like Suchomimus is there, mm-hmm. you know. We've yeah. not seen Suchomimus. Uh, uh, Protoceratus is there. We've not seen Protoceratus. Compsognathus is not there, and we've seen Compsognathus in the film. So like the the speed again. Why take the line out if it's going to back you into a creative corner? Just omit the line. Who cares? Yeah, well, we did you see know? the compies in in Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom, so they didn't. That's what I'm, end but up that's what I'm there, saying. But... We've seen compies in Jurassic yeah. World. They so didn't look, miraculously show up between uh, movie four and five on New sure. Bar, so they were obviously there, and yeah. they're not listed on the original Jurassic World website. Oh, okay, yeah, true. Um, it's just at this point, website Canon doesn't matter. Universal doesn't it, care. It doesn't matter website, you know, and I mean JurassicWorld.com, all the the map and everything that they had with all the different attractions. None of that <laughs> matters. Um, yeah. Backdoor, you know, and and DPG stuff you take with a grain of salt uh, and kind of take what you want from it. I think, um, and even what Gray it's is saying, and I, the thing that I really dislike about narratives nowadays, and especially with Jurassic, is a lot of people default to saying. Well, you can't really believe, you know, it's an un- unreliable narrator. And I, that is something that I just, I don't know. No, this is, I no. Don't, Gray I don't is ag- not an unreliable narrator in that instance. Uh, see, I mean, I could almost side with it for Gray, but um, but I, 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 st- I still just do, do not like unreliable narrator as like a storytelling device because like some instances it works great, fine. But like, I don't know, there's nothing about this these films that tells me that they want to lie to me and tell me false, you know, truths. Um, so I don't really get that from this franchise. The kid obsessed with numbers and obsessed with dinosaurs knows how many species there are 
in Jurassic now, World. Now that this is where I think you know, of course, you could take in the unreliable narrator because he knows what they have, right? He knows what the what they've told you. Maybe, he knows know, what maybe, they have told you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. he knows, he knows what they've in told. The brochure. Exactly. I, I hate that. I really hate that because, like, I don't want to. I don't want like a truth. Uh, a truth where Jurassic World lies to everybody, and they also have a pen with monolophosaurs and Iranosaurs and and everything else out there that we've seen before. Obviously, they are lying to people. You know, they nobody knew that they had the Indominus Rex. Nobody knew that they made the Scorpius Rex. So we do know that they are hiding a lot of things. But I, yeah. I never, I never necessarily consider them liars, you know, as much. Um, so yeah. Can we talk about the Scorpius Rex? Yes, I want to talk about it, and let me say I love it. So I, I, I know, I know you're going to talk about why you dislike it, but I want to uh, say, it's... I want to say that this creature, you know, we did, and I know we talked about the toy reveal and stuff like that, and we didn't necessarily like it. Um, but that was, you know, it's a prototype image that we saw floating around. And we, I don't, we actually didn't show the, the, the toy itself, but, you know, those leaked images came out. And we, we, that was where we first heard about Scorpius Rex. And that is where my mind was like, I really dislike this name. I'm not into the name at all. Um, and, and the toy, I'm like, I don't like the way the toy looks. Um, but I think when you, when you, when it comes down to it, the fact that this was first. And a thing that doesn't necessarily tie into the Indominus and Indoraptor in a certain way, like because it was first, they went on their own naming conventions after that. Um, it, it makes sense that it would be called the Scorpius Rex and, you know, the fact that it was uh, poisonous because of the scorpion fish or whatever it was. Um, but uh, the fact that this is like an abomination thrills me. Uh, look at the legs. The legs are super lanky and thin and frail looking but this thing it's it's ugly and it, and it and it makes sense to me so I, much it, because ugly is a story point so i and i, I, I love that yeah but yeah yeah i can't there's i don't think you can argue that i think it's purposefully ugly and weird and i don't know what you dislike about it but i just i love how ugly and, and horrifying this thing is because the indoraptor is terrifying this is essentially like the indoraptor the Interruptor is just the perfected version of this, right? Um, but I, I love that thing. But I think this is even creepier and scarier. And I, I love that for it because something went wrong. Something went very wrong. And I love that you can visually see that. And I love that it almost has human-esque qualities to it and kind of referring back to old, you know, concepts for, for this franchise and... You know the fact that this thing basically stands up and 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 looks like it looks like it has like a human chest. It's like so strange and weird, and it it just like it, it brings everything that I would want. And I I love the monster side of this franchise. I really do. And I know that's I not everybody's cup of tea. Yeah. I don't know if you and I can be friends anymore. Like that's all I would say. After whatever you were talking about with the book, I, I maybe I'm in agreement. I don't know. <laughs> um. So, all right. I I I kind of don't understand your point. So here's the thing: technology okay. gets what? smaller, and the Indominus Rex was meant to be a new attraction, sure, but it was kind of mm -hmm. backdoored engine getting into 
their version of a drone, right? Like we're going to make an animal that can be harnessed and trained. And the Indominus Rex is the first of what, what is that world look yeah. like? Yeah. Yeah. That oh, makes what sense. That world, what does that world look like? We need this creature to actually be smaller. We like how ferocious it is. It needs to be smaller. Well, if you look at this thing, if this is before the Indominus Rex, this is the same size as the Indoraptor. So why is this thing mm. like what they already had? They figured out how to make a smaller killer I, killing machine. So this I feel like it's actually the Indoraptor. I'd love to see a size comparison because like at times and maybe it's just the perspective in the show, but at times I feel like it's it's bigger. It's a kind of in between. Not I know, much. But look but at it's, this image. This, sure. you have, this is your size. Yeah, but I'd like to see the Indoraptor like right there with it, just to kind of compare those two creatures specifically. Because I feel like it might be a tad bigger, but it's hard to tell. Um, but yeah, well, you're right. I mean, that makes sense going this from negates the big need to small. for the Indoraptor. They've created they've created the smaller killing machine. They they've figured it out. Like it's done. Um, in fact, this is almost I could argue better because it can throw poison darts at its enemies. Mm. Like. Like this is almost kind of better than the Indoraptor, but quote better. Sure, um, I, but I think you got to look at it from DNA perspective. It's like you don't know what you're gonna get. You know, it's like you you have you put all those sequences in, and you're like, well, press play. I hope it works, and uh, it doesn't. It this, this time it didn't work. But like, Wu Wu was even like, oh, the Indominus Rex wasn't bred; she was designed. Like he's mm. super proud of the fact that he knows exactly, um what is going on with this so but he was he was this on is like this is like almost like the moment. tip of the iceberg yeah um i thought the predator vision was a cool thing mm -hmm. um all right I, all right we have to go over dilophosaurus <laughs> to get to why we have to go okay. over dilophosaurus wow. to get to why i don't like this okay right. <laughs> spielberg made up that the, Dilop uh -huh. the dilophosaurus had poison spit mm -hmm. and the frill that's made up. That's non yeah, yeah. non-scientific. Okay. All right. So already we have instances in the Jurassic Park franchise where they create a dinosaur and didn't know it had this terrifying, horrific thing. Okay. So I feel like the I feel like the Scorpius Rex could have been as i've said i don't like the mutant dinosaurs i don't like the monster of the week uh stuff that they've been doing like you know indominus fine indoraptor okay like a little too much and then you get to this one and it's like, like really we're doing this like again and i've said this, i said this last time i was like we're doing this again um yeah, yeah. this could have been a real dinosaur that once bred was discovered to have all these horrific things that it could do that Mizrani was like, no, you, you cannot, we cannot put this in the park. We've already got Dilophosaurus out there and we got raptors that we don't have on display. This killing uh, Cryolophosaurus or whatever, you can't, no, this is too far. It could have been any real dinosaur that the spikes could be like poisonous, that it could uh, have night vision, uh, that's a real thing in the animal world. Like, I just feel like this didn't have to go be part of the mutant storyline or the, the hybrid storyline. This could have been a real terrifying dinosaur. You could have had a real species introduced into the Jurassic world lore mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. that didn't that that could have been uh that it just didn't need to be this and then you get into this replicating thing this thing replicates like like tribbles or trebles or, or gremlins like or did this what how what is, <laughs> I, I don't even understand how he Wu knew there was only one it doesn't so, matter it doesn't matter how i mean they've been doing it since the first film like you know it, is it, it no 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 in the first film they lay eggs and those eggs hatch as babies and okay. grow to maturity yeah i got the feeling in this that off screen this thing was like oh. splitting into okay. two no you're no that's what what no. what no no it yes had, because no way. in that cargo in that cargo container is a third one on their boat and when else would that have happened they've been on that boat on and off this entire <laughs> season okay so i could get behind that i could say that yes there could be a third one on the boat but i definitely don't think it's just like a snake and shedding its skin and all of a sudden that skin is another scorpius rex i don't know <laughs> I, I don't know man this thing has I, this thing I, has the barrel chest and the arms of a werewolf. Like yeah. I just, I, dude, when it like roared and like did this, I love that. I love that. I love that no. image. Dude. Oh, I love was... that image so much. It's oh. the best. It is so good. Spielberg didn't want these to be monster movies. Why is he letting this happen? Uh, I don't know about, about that. Animals. I don't know about that. Under his watch, they they ended up you know wanting to do that. So. I know, but like he says in the in, in like the original making of movies, these are not about making monsters. Then you get to Jurassic Park three, and Alan Grant's like, "What Hammond created was motion park monsters," and it's like, "What? No, you're missing the point. <laughs> You've missed the point of these films. These movies are about animals. Oh, so gosh. why not have had Wook? Like you said with DNA, oh, you don't know what you're going to get, and the Dilophosaurus kind of proves that. Oh, I hate that. Take that down no, off the screen. I love it so so oh much. My gosh, it doesn't even make any sense. Um, why couldn't this have been a real dinosaur that was so horrific because that that's, Ronnie would not let it go into the park? That's not the the hybrid storyline. Why would they do that? That doesn't make any sense for their storyline. They've line. already like, done the hybrid storyline twice. Yeah, but. This is the first attempt. So I, I okay, appreciate so that there's been, an abomination like, first like, attempt at the small version. So that's like, this is what okay. we got. So I'm, I'm, I got to so accept that, you know, quickly thinking, uh, uh, Dr. Wu, this, this new real dinosaur you've created is too dangerous. Uh, we cannot have it in the park. And Wu says, well, we're running out of species. We keep getting species that are very similar to what we already have. And Ms. Ronnie says, well, here, I have this new project for you. Um, we're going to start doing uh, blah, blah, not mutations. What do they call them? Um, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, hybrids. We're going to start doing hybrids now. <laughs> like, this could have been a real dinosaur. Oh. This could have been a real dinosaur, know. man. I don't have anything it for you been, there, but. It could have been <laughs> like a super Dilophosaurus. <laughs> Could have been a real dinosaur, man. A super, a super Dilophosaurus that started out with Dude, no, with no Ronnie, frill and so, then just grew a frill. 
so we know that there's Dilophosaurus <laughs> in Jurassic World. It's part of the holograms. Yeah. And to me, that's good enough in saying that it's out in. And we had it. It did like a little coup in in Fallen Kingdom at the beginning of the movie, right? Mm-hmm. That's enough it, to tell yeah. me that Dilophosaurus is on display at Jurassic World. Okay? It was in Darius's book too. He he's seen it. You know, and he only wrote down oh, stuff that he's seen too. So that's good point. Yeah, You're proving my point even more. So Dilophosaurus <laughs> is on. Am I Jurassic? What is yeah, what is know. the through through line of this point? Please. The through line of this is <laughs> I dislike this. This should not oh exist. Oh gosh. Okay. This is huh. the only thing that's keeping me from like allowing this to be hard canon. Okay. Well. I don't know. I don't know, but I like it. You can sleep on it overnight if we're still friends. Let me know in the morning. (laughs) I'm like, how can I utilize this episode at this point? (laughs) Are we done? We're basically Um, done, right? Well, I don't know. I I love this thing. I think it's pretty cool. And I like that, you know, it ended up being the first hybrid uh, and an abomination. And it makes sense to me. Like, you know, he tried to go for the small dinosaur first and the, the you know, because I know you want it to be like some, you know, real I mean, dinosaur does... for the park. But technically, I think that this project, this program that we was doing is never for the park. It's for ulterior motives, which connect to Mills and and further, you know. So I think I mean, this would never have been a real dinosaur. It would have been an, an amalgamation of things. And that's why, you know, he probably attempted, and I'm, I'm inferring here, but he probably attempted to go for the, you know, the ultimate program and, and something that could attack an eat you belt buckle and all, you know, inside your tunnel system or whatever. Um, but he messed up. He really messed up. And that's why, you know, he tries to correct it a little bit in the bigger version, which he's like, I'm comfortable with that. I can make those. Let me then let me then, you know, shrink it down from there. But that's the way I look at it. And it, it makes I'm, sense to me. I'm going to negate my entire argument and say this thing does support. It does support my theory that, like, you don't just have a good version the first time around. Right. Like the Indominus mm-hmm. was a it was a functional dinosaur. Yeah. Quote yeah, dinosaur, and, when, right? and when he says, you know, when he says that quote, which I forget what it was, but like, oh yeah, the, it it wasn't, it wasn't Brett, or, or no, it was designed or whatever. Like he's saying that yeah. to, to the investors, right? At that moment, I think, right. or, or, yeah. or yeah. So, um, you know, he's on display. He's kind of saying it's it's perfected at this point and made, but like, yeah, I don't know. I I just I do like the idea that he put it on ice and said, I'll come back to this when I can figure out what went wrong. Um, and I think that's pretty cool. I, I love this thing and I love how hor- horrific it is. I love that it's distracted by fire. Um, it's just, a, it's oh, a fun, fun thing. That's how I thought they were going to just, dist- I got two things. Okay. So this does support my idea that Maisie is not version one, right? That there were <laughs> multiple. Well, yeah, that's, that's obvious. Yeah. Multiple destroyed versions of Maisie, which is really crazy dark. Mm-hmm. Um, this, I also thought when they introduced the fire thing and then they introduced the, uh, oh, we're going to blow up a bomb at the top of this hill. I thought for sure they were going to destroy this thing by getting it up to Cybo or something. Um, <laughs> well, it did kind of like evoke that imagery, right? It, well, you know, and then we when, started... when, when they blew up that, that 
attraction at the top of the mountain it did yeah, look well, like a volcano going off so it was obviously they they were referring to that moment too so and this happens this this animal comes into the series early enough that like they, they do such a weird crazy thing is when they i mean a lot of tv shows do this but they do it with one episode i feel like this movie did it with like or this show did it with three they like ended this season like three episodes before the end of the season so like they destroy this thing and then they yeah, it was two, they, two episodes, they, yeah. they jump into the fallen kingdom storyline mm-hmm. right and i was like oh man how cool would it be if they're there and things start rumbling and like oh the scorpius rex is back oh we got to get it up to the fiery pit of cybo cuz it loves fire <laughs> Well, and then, then you'd have to be there for it. another three more years. <laughs> but no, come on. Cy- really? Like, Cybo is not shaken for... I don't know. For three... Like, uh, I feel like, that. yeah, that would be a big coincidence. But uh, let, let me ask you this. Did the kids uh, kill off the Dimorphodons? Because they're not at all in <laughs> Fallen Kingdom? Yeah. <laughs> No, I've seen a lot of people talking about that online. It's like kids blew up the top of the mountain where all those dimorphodon eggs were. And uh, and, uh, you know, probably uh, the dimorphodons like quietly sleeping near their eggs and then kabloom. And uh, there you go. All the all the dimorphodons are dead. I thought it was a fun theory that people have been talking about. Yeah, I just feel like (laughs) The dimorphic, there were so many in Jurassic World. Like, in all reality, the fact that there's still flying dinosaurs on this island doesn't make any sense. So you think, and it, you think that there's a third Scorpius. I, I See, I was trying to think about, I actually was considering what, well, you, it just, just what you just like, said, so actually, would do, be what, what happened in Jurassic Park with the dinosaurs migrating and leaving. And I considered, what if Blue did this same thing? They introduced it here with the Scorpius, and then we, you know, then they introduced it also with Blue, blue you know produces an offspring that somehow found its way onto this boat i think that would that that could be kind of interesting yeah and, and a nice a nice allusion to the the novel as well but with a with a baby a young raptor leaving the island on a boat i thought that would be kind of cool it'd be cool it would help me it would help us get further with more there being more raptors um which i think yeah. is like desperately needed mm-hmm. um oh for sure uh, I was gonna say something. Oh, the, I thought it was weird that the kids had the kids wear the same clothes every day. But they have bathing suits, so like <laughs> they brought one outfit <laughs> and one bathing suit with them. Well, you know, you know how how Claire dresses, right? She wears the white outfit everywhere she goes, and in her yeah, different videos and everything. Actually, yeah, that makes was... me wonder what was what was she wearing for the uh, Jurassic World the ride videos probably the same thing right <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't remember I probably mad. the same um but yeah i mean i i you know the kids have their their luggage and we you know we only see them on the days that they wear the same outfit uh and then when they need the the swim trunks they can use those. for six months dude mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure that if i wore the same <laughs> this is gonna get real graphic <laughs> But I think if I wore the same pair of underwear for six months, they would literally just rot off my body. <laughs> like, 
especially in the heat. Oh god, dude! I think I think my shorts would like, <laughs> I, I like they chafe so much. What is what is like, happening? What is happening the, anymore? The Okay. The, in, okay. the interior of my pants were okay. just. <laughs> so, pants aside, uh, is there anything you liked about season three? <laughs> yeah, all these things I said on my phone. I really liked it. Um, talk about the. Let's see. Let's talk about Fallen Kingdom. That that bit for a minute, because when that popped up, I was like so pumped, so yeah, excited that that was me happening. Too. And I was like, oh, my God, they actually, like, recreated it, which was really cool to see. Yeah. In a very sped up fashion. But it was cool. Um, sure, sure. No, so, well, this kind of ruins our – I feel like this ruins our theory about Wu being out in the park finding Nedry, right? Like, How? Our, our, what our yeah, whole yeah. thing was that like during the fall of Jurassic Park, Wu was going to be out there getting the can. Yeah. I feel like this kind of like, I feel like this negates that because I feel like, why would you do that again? Like Wu just happens to be out in the jungle <gasps> collecting his stuff. He just but always happens to know where to go. Like it's a nice setup. It's a brilliant setup. And dude, you just ask, why would you have to do this again? We just had a random conversation about, the, the three, you know, hybrids. <laughs> all right, yeah. All right, and, and, and also Jurassic World exists. Why did you have to do this again? Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just think it could be a nice setup, actually, to show that he is committed to his tasks and, you know, wants to see things through himself. It could be a, a good way to showcase that, you know, for at the forefront here and then when you see it, you're like, okay, that's a character trait of of Doctor Wu, right? Yeah. Now, do we know? Um, is there going to be a season four of this? Oh, definitely. Yes. Yeah. It's been announced. Are you know successful wise if there's going to be another one? Well, yeah. I mean, I guess it all depends on if if it's doing well. But it's it was. I mean, the show's been trending in the top uh, top ten. I think it was like definitely at number two for a while and uh so i okay. think it's popular enough and i you know with these dreamworks shows they do tend to go on pretty long uh, a lot of different seasons so um it's you know it's projected to have more seasons uh, as far as i know so as long as people watch it of course yeah i mean i guess that's true i'm a diehard so like i'll watch it no matter what like the quality can just go completely in the hole and I'll still yeah. watch it. Cause it's got the Jurassic park logo on it. But, um, I don't know. I've talked for a while about like, oh, I really would have liked season four to be the kids got home safe and sound, uh, at the be at the end of season three. And then season four picks up, you know, at, at the end of, uh, fallen kingdom, you know, where they're home and they witness the dinosaurs escaping and they go on this, like, mission to go find bumpy who is now in america or something like that um, now oh that wait where is bumpy at this point is bumpy still on nublar yeah yeah bumpy's still there but i in my head i'm like how cool would it be if if those hunters ended up picking up bumpy and then bumpy escaped lockwood manor and then like there's like a television shot of like an ankylosaurus crossing a street and ben just like sees it and and sees the you know the I mean, that can uh, still whatever. happen yeah that oh of course happen. It could, but like it just doesn't feel like it's going to be a, a season four thing. Um, 
if anything down the road if they ever did anything like that but um i don't yeah i just don't necessarily see the tie-in just yet to what it what it could have been with dominion so it I, seems like right now they still have to, like they still to have to get home you know right and they still have right. to rectify manacore too so if if there's some sort sort of tie-in with manacore and biosyn then maybe but i still think they could reveal that without having to see dominion yet um but you know they still have to like rectify it. and i imagine now season four will be like well we you know we planned on going home but then we realized there's a dinosaur in here or either like manacore intercepts them kind of like we just saw with the helicopter you know in season three and then they end up on sorna or they end up on one of the you know those islands or something like that i, I can definitely man. see that you know that would be you just blew my mind i'm so like, into Im that idea imagine like, yeah imagine they like they find out there's a dinosaur and they're like where are we gonna go we, we have to dump this thing off and they have to they find this island or something like that or that's you know, so they, awesome I don't know. or they just get turned around and they think they've gotten back to costa rica and it turns out to be sorna yeah that's really really cool they i was actually they, not my idea was my idea is not that cool they they actually have already set up the fact that Kenji has no clue how to read a compass, so like they could definitely like have him holding the compass. He was obviously alone up in the in the whatever you call the what do you call the room where you pilot a boat, um, but like he was up there piloting himself. So what if he he just looked at the wrong direction and ends up at Sorna? Like I could definitely see that happening, you know. That's awesome. I was actually thinking like because they keep hitting home this. Dude, no one would be looking for them on Sorna. Um, no, but what if Manicore set up their base there? Ooh. That'd be cool. Um, I was actually thinking, because they kept, they kept, and they've done it in this a few times. It's like, oh, when we go home, we're not going to be friends anymore. Yeah. And so I was like, it would be kind of cool if one of the kids happened to live in California and it was summer break and they were all like, Hey, we're getting together at uh, Brooklyn's house for summer. <laughs> we're going to do a vacation. And then and she the lives events... two minutes from Lockwood estate. <laughs> well, I mean, no, but like, it's like they're, they're out on vacation. Yeah. Uh, and this happens and they are like, Oh, we're going to go dinosaur hunting or whatever. Like we're going to, we're going to go. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Like something, I guess something stupid like that, but, your idea of them washing ashore on Sorna is is really really cool, dude. The Spinosaurus could come back. Wait, no, yeah, and, it can't. Well, that's no, it's it dead. can. It, no, it's not. It could. They've they've already negated stuff before. So, oh no, it, it's not dead. It didn't no. die. It, it's, dead it's dead. It's dead. Everything is dead according to right and <laughs> the the DPG right, stuff right, or right. whatever. But that it doesn't is. count. But that doesn't count. Um, Camp Cretaceous. No, so, I mean, yeah, they could they could show up and Spino's still there and you know, all the dinos are still there. Uh doesn't they didn't necessarily have to transport these things off of new uh, off of Sorna, you know. So that's my hope at least. It, it could be cool. And I know there was an article just... where Scott Kramer the producer talked about legacy dinos and like, you know, ones that he he would like to see, you know, them revisit or something. So you know, there's always the, the chance that, you know, we could see the other Velociraptor species or, um, you know, Spino and stuff like that. That could be awesome. 
dude, velociraptors that just don't give a crap about you. Please bring that on. Spinosaurus, <laughs> like, yeah, let's do it. You know, tiger striped raptors. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. Yeah, I hope. I guess I it would mean, be. F- it, I'm gonna get our hopes up. Hopes up, maybe, but <laughs> it could be fun. That'd be awesome, man. Let's let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> Well, I don't. I don't have anything else uh, on my notes there. Uh, do you have anything else? Uh, any kind of uh, theories? <laughs> I theorize that the T Rex and Ford Explorer will be the only Jurassic playset that I have a pain getting because hmm. Target will probably not produce that many. Oh. That's my theory. Well, hopefully, you're wrong. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully we uh, we both you know turn out wrong and want it want there to be a lot of them on the shelf. That would be good. I mean, for, you're for the this, one in the states, buddy. You gotta, you gotta be hunting for me because I can't. Like, so. Well, that I guess brings us to the end. So, whoo! Ep- that was an episode, man. Where, where can people find you online? <laughs> uh, you guys can find me um, at Aaron D. Byer over on twitter and on instagram i am you're there too the aaron d buyer on instagram and i'm trying to post twice a week on instagram now uh before it was like nothing and i'm trying to focus it so it's gonna be art that i've been producing i've been doing a lot of cg lighting um i've got a couple of my latest projects up there and then i'm gonna be posting like some Jurassic related content, some PlayStation Vita related content for those who l- like the Vita. I just got one from Japan, a black and pink PlayStation Vita. So I might post about that there. I don't know. It's something else to do. I like it. So that's it. That wraps it up. <laughs> All right. Let me know tomorrow if we're still friends. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that depends. Uh, do, do you want a Ford Explorer or not? I don't know. Oh, shoot. <laughs> I love the Spinosaurus Rex or whatever the thing was called. <laughs> it was the greatest the thing ever in Camp Cretaceous. I want more of it. <laughs> so much more of it. Friend, buddy. Oh, gosh. Where it does yeah. this. I'm never, I'm never crossing over imagery. to the... I'm not crossing over to the side with... Uh, morphing dinosaurs that reproduce and also books. They just split at the shoulders. <laughs> Jurassic Park Bibles. <laughs> Bibles? They're, they're stories about the stories. I'm pretty sure you just described the Bible. Thank you so, so much for listening to another episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. Of course, a huge thanks goes out to Aaron for joining me for a, a, a thrilling, I guess, uh, edition of the Jurassic Wire. I Yeah, there were some interesting conversations in this one and, and uh, some things that I did not expect. So I hope you enjoyed that one. Uh, and we'll, of course, be back in Jurassic June for hopefully... A great conversation with tons of Jurassic news and all kinds of fun stuff for the month of June. But uh, yeah, that about does it for this episode. I hope you guys really enjoyed it. I hope you guys are having a great week. And uh, of course, 
please be kind to everybody out there. Have a great time, and we'll see you guys next week. So, as always, I'm going to hand it off to myself for the outro. Thanks, everybody. Be sure to give us a follow over on Twitter, at Jurassic Park Pod, and myself, at Brad Jost. Also on Facebook and Instagram, at Jurassic Park Podcast. Don't forget to join the Jurassic Park Podcast group on Facebook. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, our website, or wherever else podcasts are found. So be sure to follow along. Also, don't miss our live streams, toy hunts, reviews, in-depth bonus content, gameplay, event and theme park coverage, and much more on our YouTube channel. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We will read your reviews at the end of most episodes, so be sure to spare no expense. Find us on the web at JurassicParkPodcast.com, where you'll find today's episode show notes, articles, contributor bios, and so much more. If you want to get a hold of us, you can fill out the contact form on our website or send emails to JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. We're always looking for new segments, contributors, mailbag submissions, or anybody who just wants to say hello. Feel free to call our voicemail line at any time to leave us a message. That number is 732-825-7763. Make sure to be kind to everybody and stay safe out there. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Five minutes. Drop what you're doing and leave now. But yeah, I think that about does it for the intro here. So why don't we go ahead and get this episode kicked off with another iteration of the Jurassic Wire.